This week on the program, while the House passes H.R. 1, Andrew Cuomo, Harvey Weinstein's everyone around him, and Texas lifting the mask mandate, let's not forget about the real controversy here. Is Dr. Seuss really a doctor? Later, drive through masks, non-surrection, and we'll finally crown the winner. Yes, the winner of the Brewer Order Tournament of Beers. Your emergency exit is right this way. This exit is for emergencies only. That's right. That's right. Another episode of Emergency Exit Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. This is episode 195, and today is March 5th. 2021 Mm -hmm. is again Friday night, 10 on 10, in our floating tin can. Far above the world. I'm Los, you can follow me on Twitter at that drag Los. You know, uh, I've been told it's not like Mariah Carey. Yeah. I'm just going to put that out there. Who told you that? You know, people. Yeah, people. (laughs) I highly doubt that. Uh, joining me as always, and yes, it's as always, as but it's always. exactly, exactly. David Aguilar. How's it going, everybody? You like How's that nickname? Everybody? Of course It I doesn't do. matter if you like it. That's yeah. just what you get. You're exactly right. Uh, and making sure we're streaming live and getting the yes. Brew World Tournament of Beers, getting ready. It's getting it ready. It's Brandon, the hard hat. <laughs> the hard hat, baby. You know why you they know, call him the hard hat? Well, I know. I named him the hard hat. Yeah, but did you know? Did I, did I know what? Why they call him hard hat? Yeah. You tell me. Do you know? <laughs> I just wanted to know if you knew. I, you know what? I was thinking about that the other day because I was like, man, yeah, I, I've called him the hard hat for a long time. And I know it's because he's in, he, he was doing construction or, mm-hmm. you know, doing the concrete thing where he wore a hard hat all the mm-hmm. time. And I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like you're a concrete man. You're working hard. You're wearing a hard hat. I'm like Brandon, the hard hat Mitchell. And it just stuck. stuck. It sounds like a wrestler's name. A wrestler's name? Yeah. The hard, yeah, exactly. The hard hat. Here he comes, the hard hat Mitchell Dan from parts and unknown, and he weighing like, two hundred and thirty-four pounds from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Fucking walks up in the stage with like a hat button shirt greased up. You know what I mean? Has that's a right. hard hat you know, on. It's a flannel shirt. Yep, exactly. That's that's right. All right. Well, yeah, but hard hat. That's how he got his name. Uh, the Nick, the Passion Rider, got his name. Uh, I changed his nickname a lot. He was the passion. No, no, new every week, I believe. no, he was the fashion writer. He wore like a, a crazy like Hawaiian shirt, which you don't normally see him wear. Mm. And I was like, man, Nick, the fashion writer. And then I did. He's the passion. He's the Mel Gibson to my Jesus Christ. <laughs> the passion. Uh, yeah, the passion. Uh, Nick, the passion writer. And then the passion stuck because he used to get like real angry ah. and like real passionate about stuff. <clears throat> so. Did he ever flip anything over? He would never flip anything over. Why can't we do uh, watch parties anymore on That'd Facebook? Be... Did they get rid of that? I think they did. Bastards. Hmm. It don't matter. It don't matter. We're also streaming live on Facebook and yes. YouTube uh, if you're watching us on uh, Channel 10. Well, we are finally here. God, we finally. have two fucked up rounds, but we are finally made it. We finally made it. This is for sure going to happen. There's no doubt about this one. Let's go. Do and find out who is the clear and cut, clear cut winner of the Brewer Order Tournament of B. Uh oh, it's the Brewer. 
Damn, Brandon's over here doing fucking air spins and and you know break dancing, Damn, but nobody nobody could see him though, man. No, that's his that's his beat. That's right. All right, so finally, here it comes. This is the final round of the tournament of beers. Sixteen long weeks, more like twenty long weeks. Yeah, it was a it was a bumpy road. Bumpy road. It was a bumpy. Stand back, stand back, stand back, stand back. Bumpy road, right? Bumpy road. And we made it finally. So we have. The finalist, Austin. What is it? Uh, it's Power and Light and Peacemaker and Peacemaker. Two great beers from Austin Beer Works, independent and independent brewery. It's it's going to be a battle. Yes, and I think maybe that's the way it should have been. Because the battle of the light. We got it. So yeah, we're gonna rate these beers on a scale of one to five, and we're going to simply go which one that you're gonna rate it to on two things, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be taste. Taste. On a scale of one to five, that's right. Uh-huh. Number two, um, if a bartender says you pick between this and and shit, no, 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 that's not. Uh, so we had. Are we still doing mouthfeel? Well, uh, see, uh, yeah, let's do mouthfeel. Uh-huh. And then uh, every time we say we got we got it, we keep going. What yeah. the fuck? Let's just go. Which one yeah. do you like the best? Okay, let's, okay. This, this is the last round. Which, which this one is the last like round? Best? Which one did you like best? All right, God, we right. suck at this. A. All right, B. Here we go. B? We're going B keep first. Going. Let's what go to fuck? B here. Let's okay. just go. We got B. All right, this is good. We're Ooh. getting somewhere. Ooh. Mmm. Yes, this is. Um, that is a good beer. It's got a little bit of a, a hoppiness to it. Very, very, very small. Light, very very light. light. Very, very light. Almost like a All tortilla right. chip. So I'm gonna. It's almost like a tortilla chip. I'm gonna chip. take a little sip of my soda water. Cleanse the palate. Okay. A. And then we do a. Cheers. Cheer. This one's a little oh, bit more like, wow. like citrusy, maybe more fruity, fruity and citrusy. This is like way more tropical. Has more tropical fruit. More tropical. Yeah, big time. Yeah, as I look at that, I go, yeah. Like this is, has like more mango, mango, peach, floral notes. Okay, that's that's a fruity one. Mm. Oh my gosh. I, I know my winner. Oh man, oh man, I'm excited for this. Okay, I think I have a winner. All right, on the count of three, you're gonna lift up your favorite cup. Let's do this. You're gonna name the cup, mm-hmm. okay? It's either A or B. I'm not for the a, tournament I'm, of beers. Have my eyes closed. Let's go. Peacemaker versus Power and Light. Mm-hmm. On the count of three. Three, two, one. B. A. No, I've got A. That's the A that I'm drinking. A. Yeah, that's the one I want. A. A. Yeah, that's the one I chose. I, th- I did put it on the wrong side. Yes, that's <laughs> A. I have A. You have A? Mm-hmm. So the A's have it. Mm-hmm. The A's have it. The A's have Ladies it. Ladies and gentlemen, A. What is A? Who's, who, what is A? A is, or letter A, number A is Power and Life. Wow. Wow. It, it is better, dude. It tastes way better. It is way, way better. better. Yeah, it's like. It's just a lot more yeah, way more. Like right when I tasted B, it was good, but I didn't have as fun of an experience as I did with A. Let me get into our challenge. And it, and it is that tropical, challenge you know. Bracket? Yeah, it was like the mango. You had peach. You had all these nice floral notes coming from it. The aromatics were so good. The, I, this is such a good beer. This is what Power and Light 
Wow, power and light. I'm gonna buy you more often, man. Power and light, 100. Jeez. Peacemaker, 50. Power and light is the winner. Let's submit the scores. Oh boy, this is exciting, everybody. This is exciting. All right. Oh also boy. We're gonna have a winner. Yeah, finally. Finally, we get to crown somebody. It is like Miss America. All right. Once we've reviewed the results, let's end the tournament. Uh oh. The results are in. We are ending the tournament of beers 2020-2021. I feel like I chose Power and Light to win. I don't know why mine didn't save. All right. In third place, Austin Amber. Ooh. Independent Brewery. Originally wow. a 4.5. Wow. Black Cherry White Claw sharing the third place. Wow. With a 4.4. Very odd. It's two and it's one. Very, very Both odd. Both of them were two and one. Second place, as you guys well know, is the runner-up Peacemaker Dang. by Austin Beer Works. 4.8. Three wins, one loss. Get in the silver. And, of course, Power and Light by Independence Brewery. 4.5 average. Undefeated is the champion of the Brewer Order Tournament of Beers. Some beer. Give me some motherfucking no beers. All right. Okay. That's it. All right. We're going to go to the lead. Brandon let us go on that one. He let us go. <laughs> he was enjoying that shit. He's like, y'all, y'all crazy. Let's see. Who's the winner of our, our viewers, our listeners here? There are several winners, actually. Um, <clears throat> first of all, we'll go with my those predictions. I ranked seventh place with a five out of 15 wow. picks. Okay. Not, not good. so great not, here. Not good. But actually, there is, uh, 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 there is a winner here. There is a winner. Uh, he's got he or she's got a score of eighteen. Uh oh. Points per round four, two, four, eight. Wow. They scored on every single round. The the name is beer winner. That's beer just what winner. it says. Beer winner. That's right. the they name knew. Of the- well, beer winner. They knew they were gonna win. Reach Beer winner, either comment, reach out to us through social media. Let us know who you are so we can uh, reward you. Interesting, too. Like, yeah, he, they did a pretty good job. He missed a couple brackets, but pretty much picked the, picked the winner and Power and Light as the winner. Very nice. He went all the way to Thirsty Goat going up against Power and Light. That would have been a good match. That would have been a good match. And I can tell you, Thirsty Goat would have won that one. I don't know, man. I don't know. It depends on the hop that they were using. Because, like I said, the thing that really it gave depends it depends on the hop that they're using. It, well, it, the thing that gave it away for this one was with those uh, tropical hops, ah. those mango hey, Brandon, hops. Can you look up that? Um, it was at CPAC, the national anthem that was sung. Dude, I had caught somebody singing this. I caught this video of her singing this, and I was like, "This was the grossest." You know, people were pissed off at Roseanne singing the national anthem. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to say people are mad at this one, but I think definitely we oh, should no. uh, sing her absolutely butchers the national anthem. And <laughs> it's really, really bad. Uh, go, yeah, see if you can just yeah go into it. Oh. 
Key change action. Wait, do they have a black girl next to her? She's like cringing right now. Yeah, for real. Oh, we got it like someone commentating over it. Yeah. We're watching somebody watching this. Oh no! Sing me in the car, bro. You could sing better than that, dude. You need to go sing at CPAC. I could do that, yeah, for sure. Bro, come on. With your little guitar. Confident though. Your little guitar be like, "What's the flash still there?" Oh. Oh no. <laughs> Who is this person? Why did they choose her? <laughs> Go get it. All right, now she's just trolling everybody. She's not American, right? She's not American. Okay, can you search in, on YouTube uh, the? Uh, it was the polka version of this. Dude, this bitch ain't she. Ain't, she ain't American. Polka CPAC. She ain't American. Come on. National anthem. She has to be from 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 like the Netherlands. It's got by name got Andy. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's so good. He took yeah, he didn't change what she's saying. He just like oh, no. changed the arrangement so that it matched her. Oh no. <laughs> this is really good. You're gonna love this, everybody. That sounds so much better. <laughs> See how he changes the, the key in there? <laughs> that was hard.
Much better. Much better. <laughs> Much better. Uh, you know their contract? Look at that. So people are saying that that shape right there is uh, like a, it's a Nazi. No Nazi symbol. That's a Nazi Fight. symbol? They, yeah. Dude, I didn't even want to get into it because like it's like they're seeing Nazis everywhere. They're wow. So, I was in the car today. I go, man, what a world we live in. There's like they're they're everywhere. Like they're lurking behind the mm. shadows. White supremacy is everywhere. It's the the biggest uh, biggest threat to America yeah, right now. Yeah. Oh man, it's just but, it's but, crazy. But, I wish they. I wish I, I could see them. But we're the conspiracy theorists. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? That the whole conspiracy theory. What was that one? Uh, what's that one that they're doing? Uh, oh yes, that's right. The the. March fourth, March fourth, oh, March fourth, the March fourth, Trump being inaugurated as president. Oh, uh, anyways, 4th. let's uh, let's stop that for a moment and let's get into a little bit of uh, the bonsai. The bonsai. Uh, can we do a little bit of bonsai and bourbon? Here we go. I like to put the bonsai. This week, so beautiful. We've got a. This is called a Nia. Mm-hmm. Scientific name Nia Buxifola. Is it like Neo, the the musician, Nia, the black guy? Nia, N E E A or N I A? Doesn't matter how you. Uh, no spell. G. No G. Okay. No G. Nia. 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 Yes, uh, and this is a tropical tree. Uh, this is, I believe, found in South America, mostly. Uh, but maybe uh, Brazil. I think uh, they were saying. Good question. Why are the roots coming out of the rocks? That's a good question. So at, at one point, I don't know how old this is, but mm-hmm. it's probably a little old. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more buried this way, okay. right? And then as it as they as you repot it, you get uh-huh. to look at all the roots. And if you happen to plant it up a little bit higher, there's still finer roots under there that Ooh. will develop, and then this stuff will harden up and lignify. Oh, so they'll get stronger. Yeah, yeah, Phil. Oh, these these yeah. were these were roots. You know how like roots they get under yeah, things and everything. Yeah. They just get hard. You know, uh-huh. they just what they do. Like real hard. They like, turn as, into wood as they penetrate. They get harder. All right, take it easy. <laughs> there, 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 uh, there are children watching this. I hope not. Um, of course, there would be because they're learning about bonsais and bourbon. I love this tree. I just got it. Uh, it was on sale because it wasn't in great shape. Mm. Uh, so I repotted it. Um, in this bonsai soil, mm-hmm. it was in like this really. You know, it's in the garden soil. It doesn't mm-hmm. work very good for this type of situation. The the rocks help keep it more. Uh, do you enjoy rescuing plants? I sure do. Uh, let's get Ooh. someone on the line here. Go and cl- patch them in there. Hey caller, you're on the air. All right, so. This bonsai, I'm not sure how old it is, but it's got a lot of cool deadwood features. It's going to get a little bit of a uh, wiring mm-hmm. to spread out the these branches a little bit more. It's going to get look it more really open. Nice. Get and it there's more a lot open. of there's a lot of new growth growing. All little bunch of tiny leaves. It's some. It's springtime almost. Dude, that looks dope. It looks really cool. This I feel like this is a look. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and there's other ones. Uh, ones that I'm doing where I'm I've buried. Uh, a big rock mm-hmm. and I've put the root mass over it and I've buried it so that uh, after it a year grows or two around it. Yeah. It's growing over the rock right now. And, and then, then you the, get, what you do is you scrape off whatever it is and just like keep the soil where the fine roots are. And mm-hmm. so you got this big root that's just hugging a, a, a rock. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm doing, working on one of those. It's going to take time. So you just let it sit What if there. you were to remove the rock and then make a little home for like hummingbirds? You could do that. Yeah, you sh- absolutely could. 
Why not? That sounds cool. Sounds fun. That, that sounds fucking dope. Than what I was trying to do. <laughs> that much. Uh, let's see. So that's our bonsai. Of course, we'll larceny. Box of four. And we got our larceny still here for our uh, butterbin. Uh, dude, I guess we killed a lot. We, of that that stuff was last from week. last week. That well, we got had, we killed. had Ricardo here. We had a good time last week. It Rick, was... this for you, Rick. We already, I mean, Rich. Because there's Rick and then there's Rich. Yeah, I just call him Ricardo so I don't fall in, so I don't forget. Oh, Ricardo, Ricardo, Ricardo. Our brothers, Ricardo Montalban. Our brothers over at the Who's on Call. Ah, that's right. Mm. All right. Before we get into some uh, Dr. Seuss stuff and mm. uh, looking at both sides of HR1, or even talking about Cuomo, I will try to do Cuomo just a little bit. Just a little Cuomo. Just a little Cuomo. But let's do the the woman here. This is the funnest thing. The funnest thing I saw this week, I would just want you to watch it here. This is a drive through where a woman is not wearing a mask. I didn't know that you had to wear a mask at a drive through but here you go. Here's a video of how someone reacts to it. Uh, you have a mask? No, I don't. I can give you one. Uh, you can give me one? I can give you one. Why do I... I need you to wear a mask. So you can hand me a mask? I can hand you one, yeah. But you can't hand me the drink without a mask? You've got to wear a mask. How does that just make any sense? That's what, that's what I... I just need you to wear a mask. Can you, do you mind? Well, if you can hand me a mask, why can't you just hand me the drink? I can hand you the mask. <laughs> you see your shirt? So he can hand me a mask. Oh. Biden, <laughs> Biden snipping the girl. Drink. Makes perfect sense, right? All right, that was pretty nice. That's not bad. Uh, yeah, actually, you wanna, you wanna let's see. We've got a caller. Uh, let's. I guess we're gonna patch on. Make sure you cancel hey, bro, what's that up before with... it starts playing a new video. Okay, good. What's up with Ron DeSantis, bro? Uh, Ran, Ran, Des- Ron? Hey, we got a call. What's going on, caller? Uh, not much, man. I just uh, stumbled upon the show and was going to just, you know, ask what it was about. Well, hey, thanks for watching our show. We're 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 a video podcast. We're a couple libertarians. We talk politics and culture, but uh, lately we want to move away from talking about too much of it. We want to try to stay neutral enough where we do have our our more libertarian bias, bias. on things, and uh, we do present news in that right. fashion. But we try to look at things from both sides, and we like to just try to have fun and laugh, man. Oh, gotcha. Okay, staying up on current events and whatnot. Yes, sir. Well, yeah, man. Like we were going to talk about, we just played this video where a woman uh, was at a drive-through. Oh, yeah, it was for yes. the Starbucks. Like she wanted the mask. Mm-hmm. Or they wanted to hand her a mask first. Yeah. What do you think okay, about so that, what do y'all man? Handed her the drink or. Well, it is a bit ridiculous. It's a little, it's a little bit too much. If they're willing to hand her a mask, like why not just hand her the the damn drink? Mm-hmm. I get that. On the other hand, you know we're living in this world where there there are people that will believe masks and this and that. So that's their way they're going to run their business. That's really none of our concern. We go to another place yep. that will let us buy yep. without a mask. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's where it's going to fall at. I mean, we think about what happened with the the master class, master cake shop, whatever mm-hmm. it was, right? Like, the guy's got a right not to serve gay people, which is his right. And we also have, they also have a right to require masks. Yeah. No shirt, no shoes, no mask, no service. If that's what people want, that's what they can do, especially if it's a private business. Yes. No shoes, no yeah. shirt, no gender, no service. Mm-hmm. No genitals. Okay, yep. 
Uh, yeah, you don't like it, you go somewhere else. You got right, that man, right. Thanks for taking the call. I just want to get a general idea of what was going on. Yeah, yeah, brother. Thanks for joining, man. Bye. Hey, hey. shout out. All right. Um, which yeah, reminds me of what happened this week mm-hmm. with uh, Greg Abbott. Uh, yeah, good old uh, Professor Xavier. People uh, fucking went off on on his ass, bro. Yeah, can you pull up just like mask mandate on his, on uh, his fucking seated ass Texas on Google? Yeah, you, do you know, think? Do you think he has a flat ass because he just sits all the time? I know that I don't know if that's proper to say. I'm just saying that's a question because I don't I, know. I, well, I've got a perfect answer for that. Uh, have you uh, ever watched King of the Hill? Because uh, he's got a Hank Hill ass, I'm sure. <laughs> It's a baby ass. Hank Hill. That's a Hank Hill ass right there. But it don't matter. It doesn't, uh, he can't walk anymore, so who gives a shit? Um, yeah, what does he need his ass for? Right? So, Texas saying? lifted the mask mandates and re- said, hey, you know, restaurant, everything, you guys can go back to work. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to work, right? Now, there was a lot of people. They weren't happy about of, it. Like, as soon as this, the, the news went out, my company... Uh, that I work for mm-hmm. sent out an email saying, "Yeah, we're going to keep with the masks. Yeah, we follow science." It said that we follow science. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, follow science. Go ahead. You got a vaccine, but you still wear a mask. That's not following yeah. science, people. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. Double mask, even some triple mask. If you triple mask, you know what I mean. You just gotta wear the mask. Well, okay? it, it makes common sense. Okay, to wear double mask. And I think that's where you go. Also, it's like, well, what science? Well, it's the science that I that I have uh, I you know personally person David, can I ask you a question? <laughs> yes, you can. You know, personally, do you care about your grandma? Yes. Then why would you kill her by not wearing a mask? You're absolutely right, Fauci. God damn right. You got me. Fauci. You got Fauci. me. You got Fauci'd. So- <laughs> you got Fauci. Science out. <laughs> yeah, mother Fauci. <laughs> Get the Fauci out of here. All right. Uh the mask mandate. So yeah. Yeah, just a lot of people were saying things like that. You know, you're gonna kill people. It's just like what, uh, like a, a year ago. It's like the same kind of talk when the first talk of coronavirus was coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, people were saying, "You go out, you're gonna you're gonna kill people. You're gonna kill people. You're gonna kill grandma. You're gonna kill grandma." A lot like what uh, Andrew Cuomo was saying. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, what, you have only one life. You got one life to live. Why would you? Why would you sully it? He was like Eminem, bro. He was like Eminem. You got one life to live. You got one life to live. You got spaghetti stains on your shirt from mom. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Eight mile. That's right. When they come for you. What you gonna do when Andrew Cuomo comes for you? That's what you gotta ask yourself. That that. that. I've got nipple rings. That double barrel nose of yours. Yeah, you know, and that was another thing, too, yeah, how brother. Uh, Chris Cuomo went on the air and said, like, I love my brother. No, and he said, uh, what did he say? I can't comment on it. You know, it's a conflict of interest mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I, I can't, you know, we, CNN can, but I'm not because he's my brother. Uh, you know, we just can't do that. It, only if it's bad publicity exactly. is when that's going to happen, right? Because not when, the good stuff where he was swabbing noses and, exactly. and doing that. When you should have been interviewing him on everything that was going on, you were fucking cracking jokes. Now, I wish I can say, <clears throat> this is about the time where I'd say, I wish I can say I can show you the video of 154, episode 154, where... This is like in May when mm-hmm. we when we did this episode, May of last year, and where I, we talked about how Andrew Cuomo was killing the old folks, yep. right? By putting and he was in. saying, if we could save one life, we could save one life. It's going to be good, you know. Well, and we were talking about you don't fool me when you say you want to save one yep. life. You don't save one life, and then we have video of him. He's like, who cares? How many died? They died. You got to make the sacrifice. 
I, I was, lied to you. I'm sorry. I'm I was willing I'm sorry, to make this. See, but then the thing is, I'm sorry. I lied to the you. Thi- the thing is, I'm pe- really sorry. People Hamburger. go. <laughs> people go right with with fucking Cuomo. Fucking people Cuomo. people are afraid to fucking talk about that, and he's killed people. But with Abbott, they're saying you're gonna kill people. You don't know. We're like we're literally following the science, and the science is saying things are getting better. It's okay to open up. We knew this day was gonna come. Well, my thing was. People were saying, you know, uh, here comes the third wave. You just mm. brought on the third wave. Thanks a lot, Abbott. Recall or resign, Abbott. Stupid. Just sort of mean stuff. And it, 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 it's it's divisive, first of all, mm-hmm. because he did not say go out there and, and unmask. He never mm-hmm. told anyone to unmask. He just got rid of the mandate, mm-hmm. the law. Because we are adults here and every, look at what's going on here. It's the shopping cart thing. Sure, there's going to be a couple people that don't return that cart, i.e. wearing a mask, right? For the most part, most people put a, their card away. Yeah. Most people put their mask on. I put my. I don't care. I don't care about the mask. I don't. I don't care about COVID. Okay. But I don't. I still put on the mask. But, but I put on a new one every day. But it's like, could you imagine if there was a condom Almost mandate? What? Could you imagine if there was a condom mandate because of all the kids that are being had and kids that are being aborted? And they're like, okay, now we're putting a mandate. Everybody has to wear a condom. Well, I mean, could you imagine how you, that? How do you enforce that? Well, that's what I'm saying. So, what I'm trying to say is if we're looking, you know, not that we want to get into the abortion talk because that's always a very fucking little area for everybody. But if you look at the death, what we should be doing is saying, okay, well, then put a mask on your dick because it's the same shit. All right, take it easy. What are you equating this uh, this dick thing to uh, a lung disease or whatever? No. A respiratory disease. Be, what I'm saying I is- I get what your, your, your whole thing, but- Yes. It's, it's not helpful. It, well, it isn't because- it, It's not helpful because people don't want to take it to the logical conclusion. No, because only half the population have to wear condoms, and some of them don't even have to wear the condoms. Same thing with us. No, no, it isn't the younger people who are getting COVID. It's the older people who are dying from it, not okay, the younger so ones. Here's my thoughts on this whole thing with Greg Abbott. What he should have said, and I may, I'm not here to say what he needed to say or mm-hmm. what he should have said, but I'm going to say what I could have said in his place um, when he says he lives in lifting the mandate. He goes, lift the mandate. But listen here, you know, this is our chance to show everybody that we are responsible, that we do care mm. about masks, but we don't need a law uh, restricting us or telling us we have mm. to do it. We are responsible Americans. And I'm talking to everybody out there right now. This is Los right now. I'm, my name is Carlos. Okay, Carlos Richard. Get that fucking face in your brain. That's right. Let me tell you something. Be responsible. You know, we lifted the mandate. It doesn't mean go out there and start... Coughing in people's Don't faces. Don't be fucking man. just jizzing in everybody's face. It doesn't face. mean to go yell at people when they ask you to wear a mask in their store saying, well, there's no mandate. I have to wear, I don't have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Just go find another place to fucking shop. That's mm-hmm. America, all right? Vote with your money. Vote with your money, whatever. But here's the thing. Be responsible about yes. it. You know, if you, if you don't, ha- don't bother people that are bothered by Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, anti-maskers just go out there and hide you know you know go find other like-minded people whatever you know and well, have and, fun and and the argument is freedom just the way you should feel free to wear your mask we should feel free to not wear our mask i'm, pre- I'm pretty pro freedom yeah i, I love freedom like, i feel like you are too right i love I freedom too, you, you're into freedom brandon loves freedom you like freedom man bro look at that bre- look at that beard hey thanks for calling on emergency exit do you like freedom yeah yeah sure sure <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. thanks, for, thanks for calling. calling. That calling. should be the question we ask every caller. Thank you for calling. Emergency. Do you like freedom? 
Yeah. Well, all right. Good. Goodbye. All right. Good. Thanks. <laughs> that's great. Uh, but yeah, that's exactly what he should have. Yeah, exactly what he should have said there is that. And I'll say it one more la- one last time. Yes, we lifted the mandate, but let's show everybody how mm. you know we don't have to have extra cases just because we don't have a mandate. Mm. Let's show. Let's show the people. Be responsible. Be cool. And don't be an asshole, mm. as uh, our former co-host would have said. Yes. Uh, uh, don't be an asshole. I agree. I don't that, think that's that's, ve- that's very smart. Yeah. Don't be an asshole. Just don't be an asshole. Okay. All right. That's enough of the mask stuff. What do you guys think about masks? Give us a call. Our number is eight seven five. Do you six, like wearing a mask? Eight three zero eight seven five zero six three seven. I always get those uh, two mixed up. Um, we're about halfway through our show. Let's talk about the meat stuff here because I wanted to talk about Dr. Seuss here. Mm-hmm. And yes, he's not a real doctor. Okay, he's about a as doctor as a. Uh, he's not as much as a doctor as Doctor Jill. At least Doctor Jill has a degree. Well, you know, Doctor Doc, Seuss was a doctor of our hearts. I mean, if we're going to call Doctor Seuss Doctor Seuss, like this is a good argument for the left about mm-hmm. doctors, right? Oh, there's a lot of defense about uh, Doctor Seuss lately. Not a real doctor, huh? Uh, what would Doctor What would Doctor Jill say about all that? Huh? Huh? Righties. Got him. Yep. And but, then it'll have that guy like, got him. Got him. <laughs> the little- He's at the phone like this. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> looking like a Beetlejuice character and shit. Tim Burton character. <laughs> Woo. But, you know, I feel bad for Dr. Seuss, man, because I feel like, you know, everybody's, you know, it's like, it's like a, a well that's run dry. You know what I mean? We just used them up and now we're throwing them away. You know what I mean? I don't think anyone's throwing them away. Um, and a matter of fact, let's talk about this. If you want to get into the first link there, this is a statement from Dr. Seuss Enterprises. Oh. This was published March 2nd, 2021. Today on Dr. Seuss's birthday, Dr. Seuss Enterprises celebrates reading and also our mission of supporting all children and families oh, you sons with of messages of hope, inspiration, inclusion, and friendship. We are committed to action. To that end, Dr. Seuss Enterprise is working with a panel of experts. You guys hear that? Experts again, as experts are, experts say, experts say, including educators, uh, reviewed our catalog of titles and made the decision last year to cease publication and licensing of the following titles. And to think I saw it on Mulberry Street. If I ran the zoo, McElgitz, McElgitz, Pool, On Beyond Zebra, Scrambled Egg Super and The Cat's Quizzer. These books portray people in a way uh, that are harmful and wrong. There are ways that are harmful and mm. wrong. Ceasing sales of these books is only part of our commitment and our broader plan to ensure Dr. Seuss's uh, enterprise catalog and represents all sports. But doesn't that raise the value of those books now? Well, sure does. It sure does. But uh, here's the here's the funny thing. And before we get into that, I want you to uh, did I put it in here? Uh, hard hat? Uh, no. Could you just go ahead and quickly Google eBay Doctor Seuss books? Uh, so what has eBay done? Uh, what uh, people are gonna? People That's are gonna what I'm saying. Right? That's what I'm saying. Dude. Let's start slinging these it's, books it's, here. It's the fucking uh, Streisand effect. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. Don't read them because they're racist. Everybody's going to go and get them. That's right. Everybody can go get some of that racism. That is correct. They're going to fucking give me some so, of that racism. What? Uh, so what's going on here is that... Uh, actually, no, it's a it's a policy that eBay has now put together. Now, people are raising the prices up, blah, blah, blah. And then eBay banned the sales of these six books. No. Citing its harmful content, hateful content. 
And one thing that you can still find while you're on eBay, uh, can ah. you just go and look up Mein Kampf? There yeah, let's see, if, let's see if Hitler's can you on see there. See if that's on there. What other really hateful books uh, are in there? What, uh, what about Huckleberry Finn? Is that one in there? How about that? Ah, twenty two dollars, and that's a cheap price. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give that one fingernail. Hey, caller, you're on the air. Do you like freedom? I'm on the air. You like freedom, caller? You're on the air. Do you like freedom? I do. My man, what's going on? You're on the air. We're talking about Dr. Seuss, his books getting uh getting well, canceled. Six, six of them. I wouldn't say it's getting canceled, He's but getting canceled. six of them have been pulled off the shelves. They're his not going to be made ass. anymore. Uh, what do you think about this controversy? Well. I'll be I'll be honest. I love the show. Um, My man, thank you, Colin. I want I wanted to just say that the uh, the Dr. Seuss estate is just rolling back a couple of uh, things that had Chinaman eating uh, eating soup at it with uh, chopsticks. With, uh, chopsticks, yeah. right? So it wasn't it wasn't a huge thing, but the the fact the fact remains that. Uh, it, it, it's the woke society of it. it. I don't think it's a big deal. I think the media's played it out way too much. But um, going back to your show, okay, I love what you do, and I love y'all. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank I'm you, big fan. Wow, thank thanks, you, thank man. you, sir. Appreciate that. Well, thanks, dude. Fuck. Uh, what's your name? My name is Kelly, and I'm I'm a I'm a avid watcher. Y'all keep doing well. Well, thanks, Kelly, dude. Kelly. You're, 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 you're the reason why we keep doing it, man. Right on. Thank you. You got it, man. Y'all, y'all keep the faith. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. Thank you very much. See, and, and that, that, that's what I'm talking about, man. You know, there's a lot of people out there, you know, and it was funny. I was getting a little discouraged this week because well, it's good uh, to have some uh, fans out there. Yeah. And, you know, this week I was I was uh, seeing so many people respond to to the Greg Abbott thing. And everybody I follow on Instagram is like. We're wearing a mask and you wear your mask and we're still wearing a mask and we as a business are wearing a mask. And I felt real discouraged. Like, damn, like, damn, I thought I was going to get some freedom back. No, I was like, am I the only am I the only one who's thinking this is a good thing? Like everything that I'm seeing on social media is people angry that they have to stop wearing their mask. Is it wrong that I'm looking at this as a good thing? And then my wife. Uh, you know, and so I was a little discouraged and I told my wife and she was like, maybe that's what they want you to think. And I was like, that's so true. Like the media tells you their narrative in order to keep you down and lose hope. But then when we get callers like this, they're like, nah, man, keep the faith, like keep pushing on. That's why we appreciate you callers and you watchers, because you keep us going, reminding us we're not the only ones out here trying to fight for freedom or trying to fight for hope in America. Like you guys are out there also listening to us while we do this. How much do we really fight? I mean, we're not fighting. We're just doing a simple show. That's what you think. We're though. two simple people that just, you know, we're not, we're, we're, we're both slow and dumb, mm -hmm. pretty slow and dumb, but we get around. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? I don't know. But oh, hey, hold on. I don't get around. <laughs> not in that way. Not in that way. But I feel like us talking about this and, you know, my girlfriend was actually saying like, I, she's like, I fucking hate politics. I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, I get you. My wife says that all she's the time. She's like, why? Do, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I'm like, but we have to, because mm -hmm. if we let them dominate the conversation, they're going to, they're going to completely take over yep. and it's going to be, it's going to be that. That's the new speak. Yep. We can't let them 
claim words that don't belong there. You can't change, uh, you can't add a definition to racism so that black people can't be racist. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody's racist. Well, you can't fight in 20 years, maybe they're going to, they're going to realize that them trying to fight racism with racism mm -hmm. is still racism and it should just not happen. Yep. Like, I hate it. And white supremacists are everywhere. We were talking about that. It's, it's just, it's, they're everywhere and I can't, they're not. Mm -hmm. Well, and even then, like, anyone you, you don't, anyone even, you disagree with is a, but, is but you know, you think, you think about exactly what you're saying. It's like white supremacy, everybody knows it's bad. Everybody sees it as bad, mainly because Hitler is the one who is the poster book for all that. But then when you look at black Hebrew Israelites or someone like Nick Cannon saying that white people are inferior because their lack of men, melanin, nobody calls them out for racism on that. Everybody's just kind of like, oh, you shouldn't have said that. But nobody says that's racist. Nick Cannon, what you're saying is racist. Black people, if you believe that white people are inferior because they're lack of melanin, you're being racist. That is the same type of racism as a black person yeah. or a white person yeah, saying yeah, you're lesser. Yeah, but still, did you not see him play the drums and drumline? I mean, I ain't gonna lie, bro. That's still one of my favorite. But you know what? Love Don't Cost a Thing is you one know, of my like, favorite Nick Cannon movies, the, you, bro. Sometimes you have to separate the art from the artist. That's true. And I still watch Drumline. Speaking of which, so we've got this article here from a dayinourshoes.com. Mm. I don't oh, know what you. that is here. If that's not a leftist uh, fucking blog, I don't know what it is. It's, it's a blog of somewhat, but uh, <laughs> of some sort. But it says, was Dr. Seuss a racist? See the drawings and judge for yourself. Mm. It's only got 52 shares, though. So, so. Mm -hmm. Dr. Seuss was a racist. Go up, go, 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 go up. Uh, Dr. Seuss, uh, go up, go up, go up. Dr. Seuss was a racist. Dr. Seuss is a prolific children's book author and global icon. And Dr. Seuss has a history of racial baggage that educators should understand when introducing uh, his writing to their students. Mm. Uh, Tolerance.org. Probably not a fun website to go to, mm, by the way. Probably not. Uh, I, I bet you they're not tolerant. Pretty, pretty not tolerant <laughs> about your intolerance. <laughs> this knocked the wind out of my sails yesterday. Not sure how it didn't hit my radar until 2020. The National Education Association, the group that promotes Read Across America, or rah, rah, took Dr. Seuss out of the recommended reading in 2016. Still, many schools are promoting the racist author despite <laughs> his past. Okay, let's see this a little this little drawing here. And the wolf chewed up the children and spit out their bones, but those were foreign children, and those really didn't matter. Adolf and there, yeah, it says uh, there's this parent reading to a child reading Adolf the Wolf. America first. Uh, she's got a shirt that says I don't even know if that's if something he wrote if he drew. It looks like his style here. And uh -huh. the wolf chewed up the children and spit out their bones, but those were foreign children, and it didn't. So he's talking about Adolf. Chewing up foreign children uh -huh. and it didn't really matter. I don't know that that looks bad. It does not good. Not good for Mr. Let's Seuss. Keep reading here. My family visited Sussville, Seussville at Universal Universal Orlando. I've never been there. Never been there. Uh, I've been to Universal Studios in California though. Oh, wow. It's a thing to do with kids in Orlando. We loved it. Kevin loved meeting Cat in the Hat. He loves Dr. Seuss books. To be clear. To be clear. To be clear, I am really struggling with this. Now, here's a, we may have to, uh, re, uh, can you zoom in a little bit on that too? Yeah, it doesn't, oh, there you go. So you got some guys in a, some sort of hardware store, engineering department, first class monkey wrenches uh -huh. to throw in your machinery. Okay, and then you've got another panel on the left there. Insect department, pick out a fly for your ointment. Uh, okay. Yeah. No matter what size the haystack, we have the proper needle. 
Yeah. <laughs> nice. Haystacks. And then take home one high grade N word for your wood pile. Satisfaction guaranteed. Oh. That's clearly racist. That's that's racist. But it looks like they're wearing masks, though. And it says, so, look, look at so that. So is that okay? That one's actually Dr. Seuss. They're, it does look like they're wearing red masks, huh? No, but they all got like uh, monkey ears and big red lips. Mm -hmm. So that's not great. But what is the context of this? And I'm not trying to make any sort of light on this. Go up, go uh -huh. up, go up to the... Why, okay, why would they say like throwing a monkey wrench? Why would you throw a monkey wrench? Um, so I guess these are bad things, right? You're throwing a monkey wrench into the machinery. Well, there was a short period of time where people tried to claim that the term monkey wrench was racist. Mm -hmm. Because like, of... Several years ago. Like, I don't even know the terminology, but they just decided to set in on tools. It's interesting. Okay, so let's move down some more. All right, Dr. Seuss is complicated. First, I think it's important to note that I'm not suggesting to anyone that you gather every Dr. Seuss book and toy that you have and go set it on fire, on fire in the backyard. But... Sort of, but but we have to accept two universal truths. Dr. Seuss is a phenomenal author and illustrator. Number two, Dr. Seuss has a racist, racist, racist past. Both can be true, can be true, and both are true. Both are true. All right, let's keep going. We got we're running out of time here. Whenever an idea comes up that challenges cultural norms, it is met with resistance. This is true here. If you search online, you will find mentions of Dr. Seuss's past, but you'll also find it apologists or people who want to excuse it anyways. Well, he was a product of his time, they'll say. But here's the thing. Not everyone during that time participated in racism. On the contrary, many people, white people, were allies people. to African-Americans and their struggle and risk their lives in community and status to help them. We have to stop excusing away bad behavior. We have to stop excusing away bad behavior. Say it, queen. All right. Say uh, it, keep queen. Going, go down. I think there's a little bit more. How bad was it? We'll take a look. Um, in the study published by some losers, found that 2% people uh, of human characters in Seuss's books were people of color, and all those characters, they say, were depicted through racist caricatures. And as you can see here, he does draw Asian people with glasses. Hello. Uh, yes. Slanted uh, hello. eyes. I like to, uh, I buck, like to, buck tooth. I like to buy a TNT. Okay, take it How easy. How does that make you feel? Because... I'm, I'm not offended by racial humor. If it's humor or any sort of... Because most people don't know, you you are you, you are Latin American, right? You're from the Latin, Asian American... No, uh, I'm not. I'm Filipino. There you go. That, that. Uh, research shows that even at the age of three, children begin to form racial biases. Mm. And by the age of seven, those biases become fixed. And that's a, <laughs> the citations uh, NPR, National Public Did Radio. Uh, guess not. Guess not. Their argument is that sometimes Dr. Seuss was a satirist, and as satire is often misunderstood, so is he. Well, there you go. Mm -hmm. uh, that his political cartoons were intended to be satire, therefore he was actually against discrimination. Yeah. What have you done today to save your country from them? And there's a yeah, Chinese, a Chinese, and a uh, Hitler. And there's you right there. Mm. What have you done? Uh, fight for hell. Fight like hell for them. I'm not entirely comfortable with that defense. Even if it holds up, that is only for his political cartoons. There are numerous, numerous depictions and drawings in his cartoon books that are extremely stereotypical and harmful. Even if, as parents, we as parents were going to argue that point, it's not something that a three-year-old or five-year-old can comprehend. And biases become fixed by age seven. Did Dr. Seuss outgrow his racism? I'm going to provide you with some links below. Blah, 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 bl
Sounds like a stick in the mud. Disabled children. R word. Give me a retard. Said he wouldn't say it or something, right? Um, yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it, right? I feel bad for Dr. Seuss, bro. Like, this guy has made all these books, thought he was leaving a legacy, and now they're calling him a racist. Well, speaking of calling him a racist, uh-huh. I think uh, we should, should try to uh, see think, if he's available. Yeah, I mean, we should call? reach out to him. I feel like he, he knows us well enough, you know, you know, uh, give him a, let's see what goes on. Let me look him up real quick. Okay, okay go gonna, for it. We're going to try to look right, him let's up see, real Dr. quick. Seuss. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he, I just... For me, Dave Dupool is some of his books. I mean, that's on them. That's their intellectual property. And if they choose to say like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. Uh, I don't like that. I just don't like uh, it. Do, they have all the right we, to take do it we get him on the? Do we get him on the line? I actually, yeah, I just got What? Got him, got him, Dude, I told you. Okay, so everybody. Got him on the line. On <laughs> the line, we have the man himself to defend himself against these basis accusations joining us live. Is Dr. Seuss. Sir, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Okay. With all the controversy going around about your drawings being racist, what do you have to say? Asians have slanted eyes. That's no joke. I didn't draw them going pee-pee in your coke. (laughs) See, but it's things like that. Drawing uh, Asians with slanted eyes and pee-pee in your coke, that's offensive. Can you not see that? Look, as a person of color, I can tell you that my life is much more difficult than you who are white, especially a rich white guy like yourself. You can't see it because you have white privilege. Hmm. I think I get it now. You may be right. It's not offensive to me because I'm white. (laughs) Sorta. Here's the thing, though. It's white folks who are offended. They have taken it upon themselves to be offended for others. They think if kids read your book with Asian people drawn with slanted eyes in it, it enforces a negative stereotype for Asians. Hmm. I guess I have to take a look at who Dr. Seuss is. Or maybe those people are just used up douches. I wrote hundreds of books. What have they done? I see racism everywhere when there is none. David, you remind me of my newish book. And instead of hearing about wines, would you mind if we take a look and I read a few lines? What? Uh, Yeah, of course. All right. Thank you for joining us. All right. So I end it this way. Ladies and gentlemen, with a special reading from his new book, here is Dr. Seuss. Thank you. Thank you. Pull up to a Home Depot. They'll swarm you with bids. But which one to choose? They each have six kids. Gee, what a lot of spicks there are. I think I'll pick the one with the tattoo on a cheek of a star. Yes, some are red, some are brown. I hope these words keep every one of them down. Whoa, okay, come on, come on. Whoa, jeez. <laughs> Dude, what the? <laughs> I guess he's racist. I don't know. What the hell? That's Dr. Seuss? Jeez. All right, well, you know... I guess we heard it from the mouth himself. Dude, that guy is racist. Gosh. They should take away every one of his damn books. That but is you know what? Un- it, it made me just want to get to know him a little bit more. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, let's get into some more uh, more of uh, Dr. Seuss here. Because he didn't really uh, redeem himself at all. No, not, no, he didn't. He actually dug a hole for himself. You know, it's a shame that people just can't take it you know they 
have to hide everything from everybody. Like, okay, I get it. Maybe if you do think that this is racist, like what does it bother you that a kid reads it? Because mm-hmm. if that's the way you interpret it, because I feel like they interpret everything differently. They mm-hmm. interpret every, like those guys interpret everything completely different than what actually things are sometimes. Yeah, big time. It's unbelievable how they'll say, uh, they'll like, they'll, they'll put forth intent that, they're like, oh, well, he's obviously racist. Like, well, how did you know? Like, they'll they'll put that on him. Like, mm-hmm. remember how I used to always tell, like, Jimmy, like, you have this delusion of intent. Like, that's what TDS is. Yeah. When you have a delusion of intent, you 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 see their intent. You don't know them. You don't you don't really think about their consequences, what they think. Mm-hmm. You just go, no, you've uh, you've pretty much summed up that they everything that they do is before evil reasons and you are the person you are the batman and and, it, and it's them. a delusion because it's only for one side like that that doesn't go you like they're not saying that with Cuomo or with any Democrats with Pelosi or anybody they don't put that on them they think that Pelosi and anybody who's a democrat is an angel they would never do wrong, wrong. Biden would never do wrong they would never go they're not racist and it's like, have you have you heard the shit that has come out of Biden's mouth? It's that dude is so much more racist. Yeah, whenever you you try to Google, did he say only you know if you don't vote for me, you ain't black? I'm Barack Toboggan, vice principal <laughs> under Barack Toboggan. Old Joey B, come Joey, on, Joey you know B. The thing? Joey B. You know who does a great Joey B is fucking Kyle Dunnigan, man. I think mm. he's just hilarious. Barack Toboggan. You know, yeah, come on, come on, man. And you got the come on. Man. Anyways, uh, well, what, what, we were, what you were saying about Cuomo and how uh, we could go to him doing a... Can you go to this one here? And this is Cuomo, uh, Andrew Cuomo, old good old, good old Andy Cuomo. Andy Cuomo. Worst governor of America. Uh, worst governor of uh, of New York. Do you remember when, when when a lot of actors and like, you know, Mark Ruffalo and everybody was saying that he should run for being president? Well, I do want to... Scroll down after we uh, watch him say this and just read the comments because they're still they're still there from a from a year ago. The so. hard truth. The hard truth. And the question comes back to how much is a human life worth? Do you see that projection model? Go yeah, it's from talking about fetuses or cases uh, from FEMA. You see the number of deaths go well, from clumps 60, of cells or to one hundred thirty four thousand. Okay. How much is a human life worth? That's the real discussion. No one wants to admit that no one is admitting openly or freely. Who's nobody? But we should. Nobody on the left. To me, what do you say? I say, cost of a human life. A human life is priceless. Mm. Period. Period. Okay, Our thank you. Our reopening plan doesn't have can you a pause trade-off. that and let's just go down and read some of these. Mm. Uh, can you go to the comments? They moved uh, them. Ooh, where are the comments? Can you go straight down? I guess you got to scroll straight down now. There they are. There Love your speech. True NY get dead end. Uh, I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, first time for every t- everything. Uh, lives. For, okay. Uh, I live in Oregon and I try never to miss this wonderful governor's broadcast. <laughs> he is a great inspiration. Thanks, Colleen. <laughs> what are you saying now, Colleen? <laughs> Answer the question. Why didn't you protect the elderly? Okay, so this guy's on it right here. You did nothing for for them except lockdown and everybody and everything. Mm-hmm. 
Thank, uh, Cuomo for president. Cuomo for King Yo, Taurus. King Taurus. You bitch ass. Thank you, Governor Cuomo. Thanks for all your very intelligent, diligent hard work. <laughs> thanks for killing. <laughs> thanks for killing all those people, Laura. Yeah. Thanks, okay, Laura. Right, okay, here I'm gonna I'm gonna stop right now because I'm hearing a lot of the right wing pundits. Go, Wait, do we have Takashi six nine? Uh, oh no, that's Eric Takashi. Eric Takashi. He's only four six yeah, seven. <laughs> I'm hearing a lot of, uh, where, where was I going at there? You said you were hearing a lot of Republicans saying something about Cuomo. Oh, they're saying how he murders, mm-hmm. how he murdered all those elderly. Mm-hmm. He killed all, he's responsible for the deaths of Uh-oh. those people. Didn't actually go there and kill anybody. That's ridiculous. Stop saying that. He went in there and murdered them. Bro. Yeah, he went himself. In he did not. No, he didn't. Uh, caller, you're on the air. It's a caller heavy show. Hello? Hi, yeah. caller. Hi. Hi. Who's this? Sounds familiar. Um, no, I'm just calling to let, let you guys know that I love y'all's show. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, today's full of love. I know. Well, thanks for listening. Do you have uh, any comments on Cuomo? Do you love him or is it just me? Um, that he's an idiot, but yeah. Yeah, I feel <laughs> you. I feel you, girl. Well, thanks, man. Uh, I mean, woman or uh, women. What, what do you Wimix? What do you prefer? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry to assume your gender. We don't, we don't, we don't try yeah, to offend anybody. I can't believe you assumed it. That's Lowe's. That was Lowe's. <laughs> who, see, I told him he not to assume on callers anymore because you never know. Uh, I know. So, uh, how are you enjoying well, our show I, today? I prefer. I, I'm a. I'm a woman. Okay, she's a woman. Okay. Yeah. How do you like our show today? What was your question? How do you like our show today? The show, I, it was good. I wanted to let y'all know the uh, Dr. Seuss bit was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Oh yeah, Doctor Seuss. Know, what a fucking racist! What a racist man. Who know, who would have thought he was really a racist? Like I totally get why they're banning yeah, those books. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how he would have drawn me. Uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely like glistening water on your back. Would I have like would I have a taco in my hand and drinking a margarita? Your mustache would be bigger. You'd be wearing a <laughs> yeah, sombrero. Probably. I'd be wearing a, and a poncho. Uh, yeah, drug rug. <laughs> Two fucking pistols, of yeah, course. Yeah. Hola, como estas, puto? <laughs> oh, hey, thank you. Oh, we got to get off the air here. So oh, uh, thank you for calling. Thank you, caller. Uh, we'll continue on. Do you watch us on Channel 10? Oh, yeah, I'm watching right now. I love you guys. Holla, holla. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Thank we'll you, talk to you. you next time. We'll be on Facebook. We'll be on Facebook. All right. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. All right. <laughs> right. Right on. That sounded like one of the liberal ladies, so maybe I was wrong. sounded like my girlfriend. Probably. All right. All right. So, hey, guys, thank you guys for listening. We're going to continue on and talk about both sides of HR, uh, HR1. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we will be right back. Keep Stay tuned for a hard hat for exactly. I'm low saying. <laughs> I'm just exactly for exactly over here. <laughs> All right. So we are off the air. May I get some of can, can I get some more Peacemaker or whatever it was yeah. with A? Yeah. Can we get some? Uh, Dude, I love that. What was A? Peacemaker? Peace that was maker. delicious, no. man. Uh, power and light. light. That was delicious. I am very impressed by power and light. It's a good one. We're off to Boggin. Can we put on some Kyle Dunnigan? Mantis to Boggin. Vice President under, Vice Principal under Brock to Boggin. Come on, man. You know the thing. All right. We're gonna do. We're gonna get into some HR one. We're gonna look at both sides. This is how we like to do it. Can I just say, my wife said I'm a good actor. 
You're a good actor. Get that shit straight. Well, you know, when you got a good script. Hey, you know? hey, that's what I'm talking about, man. Ooh. I just want to say. I'm just really digging all the uh, the calls. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, thank you for the love. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, makes it feel good. Yeah, for real, man. Let's do that uh, that mirror. Yeah. What this does is. What the fuck? What this does is enter the age old question. Wish you a congratulations on your face space launch. A big deal, man. Not not face space SpaceX. That SpaceX launch. Sorry, who's this? Joey B, former vice principal under Barack Tobogans. Come on, man. President erect. Cool. Sorry, I'm distracted with COVID nineteen. Kids will do that to you. I think you think of my son AXF-12. COVID-19 is different and very much not very cool. Well, take care of them all, man. Hey, wait a minute. I got to congratulate you, lad. <laughs> no, you're a bad dude. Remind me of Corn Pop. Got a razor blade in his shoe. Was it? Not, not Corn Pop, but Frank and Frankenberry. If it soaks up all the milk. What Look, are you talking about? Count Chocula was a good cop. Oh yes. How about a fifty five? How about a sixty? Give it a seventy five. Sold to Barack Obama. He just auctioned off his grandkids. <laughs> Is he dead? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Wait, is this Joe Biden debates Ben Shapiro? What? Oh, well, we gotta watch that one. <laughs> Uh, go go! Uh, oh man, it's Ben Shapiro. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, oh, shit. this is good. Hey, look who it is, better for Shrimpo. It's me, Jeraco <laughs> Biden. I hear you're a very talented Trans Am. Okay, I'm confused. You called the Ben Shapiro show. I'm Ben Shapiro. I don't know who better for Shrimpo is. Also, I'm not a Trans Am. That's a car. I'm a human man. Darn right, you're a man. Who cares what you're born with? And congratulations, I just signed a Mexican order. So you have, not, 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 a, a sexident border. You can play <laughs> hockey with the girls now. Okay, I'm sick of explaining this to everyone. I am fully biologically male. I was born with one set of reproductive organs, and they are fully male. Now, on to your point about hockey. Not interested. Look, look, look. I need your vote. I got a big erection coming up against a bad dude, Donald Duck. He's got no pants, man. He's got Orange no pants, legs. man. If you're referring to the election we just had <laughs> that you won, you won that. And to be clear, it was not against a cartoon duck. Hey, come on. Give me a chance. America needs to heal. That's why we're here. Because oh, blank, blank people are just as fat as white girls. Same as transgender. <laughs> that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. No, I mean that. I was the first college in my family to go to the moon. Look, look. look. <laughs> okay, he's falling asleep. There's a lot to unpack here, but before I do, I need to thank our friends at Sherry's Berries. Sherry's Berries. Give the gift of berries. That is a fucking Shapiro right, right there, that's man. Enough, that's enough. That is a Shapiro. Uh, that is a good Shapiro. Good. That is too good. Hey, can we watch Ooh. that uh, that le- uh, that next video of uh, of Mr. Andrew Cuomo now, episode 154? I straight up. Played this video. Let's do this. Called him out for his hypocrisy because we knew health. we already knew back I mean, then he, he was, was a, hiding the numbers yep. of the deaths. Of he was the hiding the numbers. He was hiding the numbers. He was hiding the numbers because lives matter. Okay, how many lives are you willing to lose to reopen the economy? How many? How many? We don't want to re- lose any None. lives. Uh, and you start to hear these, to me, what are absurd arguments? Really. Well, uh, yes, if we reopen, uh, people will die, but people were going to die anyway. Look, Look. we are all going to die at one point. Oh. 
the big question is when and how, right? Uh. And the when and how matters. Not under my watch. I understand that I'm going to die. I just don't want to die now or next week. And I won't, don't want to die right. because... This I reminds me, like, uh, let's scroll down to, let's see some of these uh, comments. I bet you... I don't uh, want to die. <laughs> you know, he was saying, yeah, I don't want to die. I was like, dude, not every single case is going to lead yeah, to death. exactly. And then he goes, oh, even one death. And then I went into, like, an abortion. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, don't try, you don't fool me when you say you want to save one mm-hmm. fucking life. Uh, Send them all to the nursing homes. <laughs> there's no evidence that Governor Cuomo cares about anybody other than himself, especially New Yorkers. Nine months ago, send them all to nursing homes, said Cuomo. Uh, he should have told Bill de Blasio who encouraged people to go out of town and see mm-hmm. movies in early March. Oops. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lies like his brother on CNN. I guess... Uh, Quoted from N- NBC News. There are 49 other states you can report on, right? <laughs> Let's see. Keep the city closed. Yeah, I don't think anyone's saying uh, you're sad and your brother got no talent. Hashtag audit the state of New York. Damn. Audit the state of New York. I'm going to hold him to it. See how long this Jeez. lasts. Uh, his brother's willing to sacrifice others. Went on public while contagious. Oh, yeah. This is when fucking his brother got yep. caught out in fucking public. Yep. Some fat, tired loser, biker loser. You know, I'm sweating. You know, get a little sweaty. No big deal. It happens. No mandate helmets while driving a car. No. You want people to die. Yeah. So people are starting to get like they're turning against yep. already. But yeah. So nobody's really saying anything good about him on this one. And it's like literally like a month later. So... Let's go to the Andrew Slow Mo just ended his own career. That's funny. Uh, so it feels good being right sometimes. It does. It, it really feels does. Really good. So that, as you guys, th- those are the words I always love and hate saying. Is I told you so. I fucking told us so. I don't want to say I told us so, but I fucking told us so. Whether a person died in a hospital or died in a nursing home, who cares? It's the people died. People died. Is that Ted Cruz doing sign language over there? I'm in the hospital. I got transferred to a nursing home. And my father died. Fucking Ted my Cruz. My father was in a nursing home, got transferred to a hospital, and my father died. He died. People died. Who cares? By the way, the same people are dying today. 96% of the people who died. The same people? Are... Older people with comorbidities, which happens to be the population that lives in nursing homes. It's continuing today, today. even with all the testing well, that even we're doing. With all the testing. Uh, ah. If you look at New York State, we have a lower percentage of deaths right. in nursing Shut homes up. than others. Oh, it's just so good. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden now you care about the amount yep. like in Barack Toboggan. Toboggan. See, and you see how he he is now not answering the question that was so easy for he for him to answer then about death. Now it's like, well, look, people die. They were gonna die then. The same argument that he didn't like before is the argument he's using now. People were gonna die either way. Correct. Yeah. I mean, well, people are gonna die. We were saying, yeah, one person's gonna die. Uh, <clears throat> it's anyway. just how and what. All this bullshit's just bullshitting and bullshit mm-hmm. making me fucking bullshit. I, I'm just I don't care much, man. I don't I don't fucking. You don't care about grandma dying? I do, but I don't see my grandma. <laughs> Damn, that got sad real quick. I don't see my grandma. My well, one of my grandmas is no longer with us, and Rest the other one lives in, in uh, is well no longer with us in Texas. She's mm-hmm. in California. Oh, why? Uh, yeah, 
Well, that's where she lives. But why? She never would lived in Texas. Just, just, just not with us here in Texas. But there's at nothing good present, in California anymore. At this present moment. There's nothing good in California anymore. Um, okay. Except for some coffee shops. We're going to look on the flip side of things, okay? Um, <clears throat> so, we are going to talk about House Resolution 1. Uh-oh. Passes the hoose. Uh-oh. House Democrats passed sweeping voting and ethics legislation over unanimous Republican opposition. House Resolution 1, which touches on virtually every aspect of the electoral process, was approved Wednesday night on a near-party line. Huh. 220 to 210 vote. AP News. Highlights of the bill. Expands voter registration. Examples, uh, automatic and same-day registration. Uh, voting access, vote by mail and early voting, also limiting, uh, also re- limits removing voters from voter rolls, requires states to establish independent redistrict, uh, redistricting commissions to carry out congressional redistricting, um, addresses campaign finance, including by expanding the prohibition on campaign spending by foreign nationals, requiring an additional disclosure of campaign-related f- fundraising and spending, requiring an additional disclaimer regarding certain political advertising and establishing an alternative public matching campaign funding system to uh, for, uh, for wow. certain federal offices. Wow. That's a that's a lot of words there. Address campaign finance, including expanded prohibition. So they don't want campaigns spending, uh, getting money from foreign nationals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got to disclose campaign-related like fundraising spending. Yeah, Fang Fang. Fang Fang can't give you no money. Um, uh, they're going to require states to establish independent redistricting, and then they're going to expand voter registration, which means automatic and same-day registration. Automatic registration. Wow. Automatic registration. Wow. So as soon as you turn a certain age, boom, you're an automatic red. You're like, uh, what things happen when you turn 18? Oh, I guess you automatically sign up for the draft, right? When you turn- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, you're automatically allowed to... Fucking smoke cigarettes, but do, you need an what I, kind you need of auto, an ID. Automatic registration can you do you have today? Nothing. You don't even have that for cars. You have to take a test. Well, it's not a it's not a right. Really? Well, driving a car is not a right. Really? It's a privilege. Well, yeah, what right is it? Huh. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, automatic and same day registration, which means okay, uh, you come in uh, November fifth or November fourth or whatever it is, election day, and you go in there and uh, you're able to register and vote right away. Wait, so shouldn't voting be a privilege? No, it's a right. Why is it a right and not a privilege? Because we all have a we all have a say on who we want to lead us. But should we all have a say in it, or should the ones who actually care about it have a say in it? Well, who do you think cares about it? They think that they care about it more than you care well, th- about that's it. That's what I'm saying. It's it's. I think there should be at least some uh, pushback for people who 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 do want to vote and people who don't want to vote because there's people who who are just voting because people are telling them to vote and they really don't care. But then there's people who really do care about voting. I think there should be a little bit of a pushback to understand who you're voting for or what you're voting for. Well, yeah, you know, there I did. I remember we talked about this thing, Socrates, maybe if you can write up, like, uh, look up real quick, Socrates uh, hated democracy or didn't like (laughs) democracy. Mm -hmm. And there's something I think we talked about it on this show where he wasn't into democracy because it let 
it let the mob decide. Yeah. Essentially, you know, <clears throat> the mob can turn on you very easily, as we've seen with, uh, for instance, you know, Doctor Seuss books mm-hmm. or <clears throat> someone they said the N word ten years ago, mm-hmm. but like in any context, it's bad now. But mm-hmm. in that context, was absolutely not even offensive. Yeah. It was just. But anyways, I digress. Um, <clears throat> look at this schooloflife.com I think this is where you always see this I think this is the only person who's ever actually ri- written on it um, why Socrates hated democracy we are used to thinking very highly of democracy and by extension the ancient Athens the civilization that gave rise to it mm-hmm. uh, the Parthenon had has become almost a byword for democratic values which is why so many leaders of democracies like to be photographed among its ruins. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at that. Mm. Who's that? Barack Toboggan. <laughs> it's my man, Barack Toboggan. Toboggan. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, can you see that? It is therefore very striking to discover that one of the one of ancient Greece's great achievements, philosophy, was highly suspic- suspicious of its other achievement, democracy. The ideologues of Plato, the founding father of Greek philosophy, Socrates, or Socrates. Mm-hmm. Yo, you know my man Socrates? Socrates. <laughs> uh, he's portrayed as hugely pessimistic about the whole business of democracy. In the book, uh, in book six of the Republic. Oh, the Republic, yeah. Uh, what's the Republic? The Republic is a book that was written on Plato's writings. Um, was pretty much about his belief of, of politics. Yeah, his philosophy mm-hmm. on politics, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plato describes Socrates following... <clears throat> falling into conversation with a character called uh, Adimantus. 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 Uh, Adimantus Toboggan. <laughs> and trying to get, <laughs> trying to get Mantis him. Toboggan. <laughs> Mantis Toboggan. Adimantus Toboggan. Okay, uh, Toboggan, hey, it's Joe, it's Joe B. <laughs> no, come on, come on, man. Come on, man. And trying to get him to see the flaws of democracy by comparing a society to a ship. Mm-hmm. If you were heading out on a journey by sea, asked Socrates, who would you ideally want deciding who was in charge of the vessel? Just anyone or people educated in the rules and Mm. demands of seafaring. Mm. The latter, of course, says Adamantus, Toboggan. So why then, responds Socrates, do we keep thinking that any old person should be fit to judge who should be Mm. a ruler of the country? It's a interesting that, thinking. That's a very Socratic way of putting things. Uh, Socrates, uh, Socratic way, huh? Oh, interesting. Socrates' point is that voting in an election is a skill, not a random intuition. Mm-hmm. And like any skill, it needs to be taught systematically to people. Letting the citizenry, citizen, citizen, citizenry. That's a weird word. I've never seen that before. The the people vote without an education is as irresponsible as putting them in charge of a uh, triame sailing to Samos in a storm. Socrates was hard to was jeez. Uh, Socrates was to have firsthand catastrophic experience of the foolishness of voters in 399 BC. The philosopher was put on trial and trumped. On trumped-up charges of corrupting the youth of mm-hmm. Athens. Really? Mm-hmm. The jury of 500 Athenians was invited to weigh in on the case and decided by a narrow margin that the philosopher was guilty. He was put to death by hemlock in a process which is for thinking people uh, every bit as tragic as Jesus' condemnation has been for Christians. 
Uh, go up and roll. Read that again. What did you, so? The Athenians. This Socrates was was uh, tried and, and and killed. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that's the thing when it comes to and that's why when when I tell people that the United States is going in the way of Rome. Or you've or, been saying that a lot. Yeah, and and what I'm saying is, what happens is when you look at Rome and you look in the Roman civilization, the way their civilization fell was because they began to lessen their value for humanity. Socrates, and you know, along with Aristotle and a lot of these teachers, were someone who was elevating mankind to a greater status. Exactly what he's saying right now is, who would you have at the helm of a ship? Someone who knows what they're doing, or do you want the populace to lead? You know, Socrates was before Jesus, but a lot of people think that he was a Christian because he was valuing philosophy because philosophy, what philosophy means is the love of wisdom. So uh, 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 phileo is the Greek word for for brotherly love and sophie is the word for wisdom. So it's the love of wisdom. So what Socrates saw in the world was this perfect structure in the way that it lived itself out. And Socrates had a lot of Christian ideas before even Christianity was a thing. And, you know, whether it's the unmoved mover, whether it's the man in the cave, uh, Socrates and Aristotle's like, you know, would share a lot of the same things. So when you look at this, this is what I mean by that is, you know, and even when I was talking about Trump being like Luther, it's the idea that people are afraid of. Socrates was bringing forth an idea that was liberating the mind of the youth and the people who were in charge did not like that. Therefore, they found charges in order to kill him because they wanted to keep their power. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what's going on with Luther. That's exactly what's going on with Trump. The, the, they, they, right, the, the people who have money, the bigger ups, the government want to keep their power and they do it by making sure you stay down and they keep their power. Yeah, absolutely. Let's keep rolling through here. Condemnation has been for Jesus. So yeah, they they would put to death by hemlock. What's by hemlock? Is that a poison? They poisoned him. Yeah. Uh, was that poison? It's a poison. Oh, okay. He, uh, uh, so yeah, he died by hemlock. He he was forced to drink it. Mm. And it's it's a. They put a funnel. Yeah, death. probably put a uh, funnel yeah. down his throat and just started pouring. Mm -hmm. Oh, what a shame! Well, supposedly, this painting depicts him. You know, his last words before he drinks it. And, supposedly it. and that's why Socrates, even when you see him and there's another painting of him, he's always pointing up because he was he was known to be someone who was always looking up. He said there he will say that there that truth is found in the ether in the heavens. And look, you can see like half the people are just like weeping. Mm -hmm. They're like they're in sorrow. Mm -hmm. The guy even handing it to him is just like looking away. Looking away. I can't believe but why are they doing that? Like if if it was a narrow so most people, it was most people are against him mm -hmm. for corrupting or teaching them about this idea that democracy is bad or mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. But doesn't this doesn't this lead to like um, uh, like dictatorships? So so that's the thing, right? That that's the hard part because if you even if you're going with republic, right? With what Socrates is saying, how do you trust the man leading the helm, right? That so so that's that's the hard part is there you're always choosing the lesser of two evils because if you choose a republic you're saying yes in a sense we want one leader leading us and he's making the calls but at the same time we the people want to be heard but then when you have a democratic state it's okay we the people are putting on our ideas but we're not as skilled in it as the ones who are leading the country so so that's where the balance is always thrown off 
because either you listen to the people, but the people know what they're talking about, or you listen to the leaders, but the leaders may be corrupt. Uh, let's uh, scroll down. What are you doing? Well, I was going to, I'm trying to find it how he phrased it, but pretty much just like a, a population of stupid voters is more dangerous exactly. than anything else. Like everybody's <clears throat> always talking about get out and vote, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who you vote for. Like, like yes, like it that's needs a to terrible be terrible idea. You need an educated voting base. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter what they're voting for. I just want people to know who they're voting for, why this... They're, they're voting for them with a sound conscience, yeah. knowing that I'm voting for you because I believe in what you're trying to do. Yes. Not because you have a D or an R or, or an L next to your name, but I right. if you're voting for Bethel or York, I can respect you if you can come to me saying, this is why I'm voting for him because A, B, and C. Okay, go up uh, under the picture. Crucially, Socrates was not elitist nope. in the normal sense. He didn't believe that a narrow few should only n- ever vote. He didn't believe that a narrow few should only ever vote. He did, however, insist that only those who had taught uh, thought about issues rationally and deeply should be let near a vote. Yeah, I mean, that's... Mm-hmm. A, yeah. He was looking for it. He didn't believe that a narrow few should only ever vote. He did, however, insist that only those who had thought about issues rationally and deeply should be let near a vote. We have forgotten this distinction between an intellectual democracy and a democracy by birthright. Mm -hmm. We have given the vote to all without connecting it to that of wisdom. And Socrates knew exactly where that would lead, a system the Greeks feared above all, a demagoguery. Yep. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Demos, the people, uh, plus Agos leading. Mm-hmm. So the people leading. Um, well, that doesn't sound that bad. The yeah. people leading. Well, and, and the thing is, it isn't bad when you have an educated people. But, yeah. but, and even what's going on right now with the bill that they're trying to pass is anybody can vote even without an ID or even without any identification. That's literally what Socrates is saying don't allow. What you're allowing is. Right. If the Democrats let all these people across the border and these people are saying, well, the Democrats let us over. So we're going to vote for the Democrats. That's not good for the country because you don't have sound, wise, conscious voters. You just have people voting on the sake of party. Well, you also have uh, the attempt. I think uh, the bald one. uh, What's her name? Uh, Presley. Uh, Congressperson mm-hmm. Presley, she went up and Ayanna she fucking Presley? put out this thing. Can you look that up? Uh, I think maybe Gravian put it up, or you can just put a, 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 a something Presley, Congressperson uh, Ayanna Presley, Presley, Ayanna Presley, uh, voting age, and she was just up there. Uh, and I think it was, I don't know if it was put on HR one. I really hope it wasn't put on HR one. That it should be dropped to six from eighteen to sixteen. Oh my goodness! And uh, maybe go to uh, videos and see if there's a, a YouTube video. Oh yeah, there you go. See, uh, no, that's way too long. Uh, yeah, we don't want to watch it. Fuck it. But she basically says uh, from 18 to 16. So let's think of things that we don't allow uh, un- someone under 18 to do. <laughs> get a tattoo. So would you want them to get a tattoo? I guess it doesn't really matter. That's not as bad as smoke uh, or drink. You don't let them smoke or drink. Uh huh. Not. I don't touch a teetotaler. Drive a car. Ma- uh, barely uh, 16 barely you can drive a car you can drive a car when yeah you're 16 yeah yeah sure get a job barely you can get a job yeah yeah you can work when you're like mm-hmm. 12 if you want fuck are you do you think about 
presidents or senators. I think all I think all they really care about is like president because that's all mm-hmm. they really involve themselves with. They don't get involved with local politics. Yeah, and and that's the thing. It's just Democrat it, down the fucking road. Well, and that's the thing. It, it it really does fall, you know, and that's the bad part because then my response is okay. Then better educate your kids. But then what tends to happen is the one who is educating your kids is the public school system, which is generated by the government, which is telling them what the government wants them to listen to. So you're still getting people who are perpetuated by the government. Yes. Yeah. So it's so either way, unless you're actually raising your kids and being involved in every single idea and thought they have, that is difficult. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's absolutely difficult. Uh, the ancient Athens had painful experience of demagogues. For example, the louch, louche figure of... Louche the douche. Yeah, louche the douche. Not los, louche. <laughs> uh, we'll just call him Al. A rich, charismatic, smooth-talking, wealthy man who eroded basic freedoms and helped to push Athens into a, its disastrous military adventures in Sicily. Socrates knew how easily people seeking election could exploit our desire for easy answers. He asked us to imagine an election debate between two candidates. One who was like a doctor uh, with uh, who was like a doctor and the other who was like a sweet shop owner. The sweet shop owner would say this to his rival. <clears throat> Look, this person here has worked many evils on you. He hurts you, gives you bitter potions, and tells you not to eat and drink whatever you like. He'll never serve you feast of many and varied pleasant things like I will. So- Socrates, Socrates, Soc- uh, Socrates, my man, asks us to consider the audience response. Do you think the doctor would be able to reply eff- effectively? The true answer, I cause you trouble and I go against you, you, your desires in order to help you would cause an uproar among the voters, wouldn't you think? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we have forgotten all about Socrates' salient uh, warnings against democracy. We have preferred to think of democracy as an unambiguous good rather than a process that is ever as effective as the education system that surrounds mm-hmm. it. As a result, we have elected many sweet shop owners and very few doctors. Interesting. Let's go up. Oh, there's a whole video on it. I bet I just read every word that was on it. <laughs> we could have watched it. Go up. Uh, let's read that paragraph before that <clears throat> where he talks about the sweet shop owner there the first part yeah go down uh he goes look <clears throat> look look let me tell you something. look 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 you know the thing this person over here has work work many evils on you uh he hurts you donald trump he gives you bitter potions and tell you not to eat and drink whatever you like he'll never serve you feast and many varied unpleasant things like i will like consider that as a real person mm-hmm. like if someone told you yeah this guy i mean he's a doctor by the way mm-hmm. right? he gives you and that's exactly is he wrong mm-hmm. right he hurts you mm-hmm. you know you don't like the things he does but it makes you feel better right it gets you better he gives you better potions medicine mm-hmm. and tells you not to eat and drink whatever you like because uh, of your don't health smoke right heart heart disease all that kind He'll of stuff never serve you feast of many and varied pleasant things like i will mm-hmm. like i've got we've got all sorts of good things over here mm-hmm. dude we got your back whatever you want we got you like do you think the doctor would be able to reply effectively like go down like do you think the doctor would be like uh well He's kind of right. I mean, I cause you trouble and I go against your desires in order to help you. And that way, what you, you're trying to help us. Yeah. We can help ourselves. Yep. 
it's a pretty good example of what Socrates was talking about with mm-hmm. democracy. Now, democracy can be a great thing. He's not against democracy. I think he was uh, against democracy by birthright. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe that's maybe that's something there, right? Maybe there's some sort of, like, we all go through uh, a test. Maybe, like, it's for our... Um, <clears throat> A voting ID card. Like when we get a voter ID card or something, or even the voter ID card is our ID card. You go out and you get an ID, that's your voter. You do, everything goes along with Mm -hmm. it, right? You get your driver's license, identification card, your voter registration card. Well, even with that, right? One card. And and your fucking ID shows, oh, that you're a blood donor. Why can't they have that you're a voter? They should have something on there that lets people know, oh, you have taken the test to be a voter. You've taken the test, you have your driver, your C driver license or whatever. It seems like, uh, like common sense, yeah. right? Like well, and, and, and what Socrates is saying here is is one of two things. One, he's saying, yes, there is a shop owner who is the person who is amongst the community, who knows the community, who understands the community that can best tell the community what they want to hear because they're there. But the doctor is always looked at at this as this lofty person who doesn't care about them. But at times, the doctor does know what is best for them. So, uh, which goes with his what he was saying in the beginning. Do you uh, want? Um, excuse Fauci. me, David. You, did you just hear what? Did you just say what I thought you said? Yeah, yeah. You just you, you do you mean it? Well, it shows on the evidence of the doctor, because when you look at Doctor Fauci, how much has he contradicted himself? You mean me? Yes. How much have I? I've never how contradicted much have you myself. Co- how much? I just never offered recommendations. <laughs> But but you could you could you know have sex through a hole in a bathroom. You know we played that video where um, people have asked him, "Do you think people should be going out there protesting during the, the mm-hmm, riots?" Right, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't say like people he, like he was up on like uh, testifying yeah. in front of like Congress and shit. And he's like, "I get what you're trying to say here. You're trying to goat me. You're trying to blah blah blah." But then he goes on some like leftist like podcast yep. or whatever, and he's all like. Well, you know, it's probably not a good idea that you go out there because he's not under oath. Yeah, he's what a dick. Yeah, what a and and that's what I'm saying. It's and and that's what I'm saying. You judge the doctor, right? You judge what Socrates was was using in his parable. You judge the person who is driving the ship by their experience and if if they are consistent, right? You don't judge a captain who has gotten lost ten times out of ten or nine times out of ten. Fauci has led us wrong for the longest time since this shit started. He's been leading us wrong. I can't think of like one time where he's actually been right. About exactly. Anything. Or if, if he's right about anything, it's he's only right about what the media says about something. Yeah. He, what the so, so, so when you, hell? so when you look at what Socrates is saying here is yes, trust the people because the, or not trust the people, but listen to the people because they're, what they're saying matters, right? Like the people matter. You want to listen to the people because you're governing them. But at the end of the day, you also need to have confidence in the person who you chosen to lead you, which is this doctor or this person. And I feel like so much of the time what tends to happen with America is we get lost in our pride of freedom where we we don't want to, you know, and that's why, again, I think people like the show is because we're up for the debate. We're up for the talk. We want the talk. And I think that's what's going wrong with America is that they don't want to talk to one another. Well, this was coming from uh Kamala, come on. Kamala. Or she said, she was like, uh, she had talked about, we played, we played all these clips where she talked about, we talked about uh, lowering the voter age before, mm-hmm. right? And she goes, you know, kids are stupid, right? 16, yep. she said like, they're stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're stupid. <laughs> 
you gotta go ask him. And then during while she's running for like president before she was uh, vice president running, she uh, was asked about the. I'm glad you brought that. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I'd like to really have that conversation. Yep. Yep. Ooh, the bitch. Where's that conversation? Their conversation doesn't mean like we want to talk and debate about it. It's like you know the conversation is. Uh, hey, we're about to lower the uh, voter age. You're right there with that. It doesn't matter. Mm-mm. That's the conversation they want. Where's the conversation? And speaking of conversation, let's go back to the flip side here. And now that we've talked about democracy and mm-hmm. and all that good stuff, so uh, we're going to look at both sides here. We'll start from the right here. Mm-hmm. Okay, the right opposes the bill. They argue that it would create incentives for fraud. Okay, <clears throat> and this first uh, quote comes from Henry Olson from the Washington Post. <clears throat> The Washington Post, by the way, not a, not exactly a, a right, uh, right really. publication. So this has got to be a, an op-ed from one of their very, uh, very loved uh, employees. What do they call them? <laughs> co-employees. Uh, what do they call those? What's another word for co-employee? Uh, Freelance. No, no, no. When you're a co-employee with somebody, it don't matter. I have no idea. Uh, colleague. There you colleague. go. Thank you. You didn't know colleague. Come on, man. Damn. Come on. You know the thing. You know the thing. You know the thing. No, I think my Joe, my Joe Biden's been a little bit like uh, Obama now. No, you know the thing. Come on, toboggan. It'd be funny if you started doing like uh, a Joe Biden. Like uh, you, uh, 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 you know the thing. Uh, if Joe, uh, if Joe Biden started look, doing look, a look, Obama, look, 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 man. Come on, man. Come on. Like, uh, come on. Just use your head. Come on, man. You gotta uh, do the thing, man. All right. <clears throat> Kyle, Kyle Dunnigan does the best of it. Okay, so quote. States would effectively barred uh, would be effectively barred from mandating the use of photo ID to establish that a person is the registered voter they claim to be instead of permitting permitting a prospective voter to merely sign a sworn affidavit. Now, I wanted to mention real quick: um, we do banking online. Mm-hmm. Um, we are investing money online mm-hmm. on apps. Mm-hmm. What's the big deal of voting by internet by something like that by some sort of app? You got a problem with that? Yeah, I don't. I don't have a problem with it either. Me neither. Um, but I think there needs to be like uh, a, a driver's license number or some sort of ID that shows that there's not just a a, a farm in India Look, with if, like a million cell phones, like, you know, those uh, cell phone yeah, farms or whatever. Like if American Idol can do it, how can't we? Oh, yeah. I think I, I'm having, I think I caught that French disease where things happen to you twice. I feel like we've talked about this before. French disease. <laughs> I think I caught that French disease. You're talking, you're talking about deja vu. Oh, uh, yeah. That French disease. Yeah. States would also be required to adopt same day registra- registration in federal elections, even even during early voting. And there's a lot of people like Ben Shapiro. He's like, I'm not in, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not into, I'm not into early voting. They, they call it election day for a reason. Now, look, well, well, before we get into that, real quick, this is birch gold. You, you got to <laughs> diversify your, you know, uh, hedging against yeah, everything, inflation. Everything that's going on nowadays with the banks, you got to understand that. Hedging uh, inflation, you got to diversify. You got to diversify Why not gold? diversify in some precious metals? Okay. Birch gold, you didn't pay but for But yeah, that. he says it's election day. I like that there's a, uh, there's early voting. I don't mm. think that's bad. It gives people more of a chance to vote, um, legally vote. So let's continue. You know here. what I think? Yeah. Just, just to interject real quick. Uh-huh. I think what they should do is make election day a day and give everybody the day off. But doesn't matter. And everybody gets to vote. You're forcing everyone to take a day off. Yeah. No. Yeah. You can't tell anybody to take a day off. This dude. is the biggest thing in, in, in the nation. Everybody should be able to vote because I feel think like about the logistics of that. If you were to, 
tell everybody, hey, nobody go to work for this day. Mm-hmm. There's not even one federal think, holiday that that does yeah. that now. Think about just the impact that that would have if, like, I mean, you're talking everything, uh-huh. nowhere. Uh-huh. Like, that's... Chick-fil-A doesn't. Chick-fil-A only does it once a week. What are you week. talking about? That's what yeah. I'm saying. They do, they do it once a week mm-hmm. for every single year. I mean, I, I get Ben's argument on the, you know, it's election day because some people, you know, some states will allow five, six weeks ahead yeah, of time. Yeah, like That's crazy like, amount. Eh, I, I feel like there's a lot of, like, a lot of shit can happen politically mm-hmm. those last five, seven weeks because it's really volatile. Have I'd you- like the idea of maybe, you know, having voting period within a window of maybe a week. Okay. Because it lessens the lines, okay. man. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to wait an hour to go cast a vote. Uh-huh. I'm just not that into it, but uh-huh. if I can, I can get on the app and find. Oh shit, this place less than ten minutes. Uh-huh. Wait, oh, Chinatown, by the way, yeah. is the place to go. Yeah, um, we we did dude, South. I was in and out less than ten minutes when yeah. I voted. Like, we went to a um, church because you know, you, I mean, no, too, nothing yeah. bad happens in churches. <laughs> but yeah, I so, like the idea of, so of a Christ window. Church. <laughs> oh man. Who that was tough those Pentecostals. <clears throat> All right, uh, let's see. Uh, the states would also be required to adopt same day voter registration in federal elections, even during early voting, so that a person could uh, could show up at a poll, sign a registration form, and cast a vote without any checks to ensure the person was actually eligible to vote. The bill bars any state from requiring identification for a mail ballot, and also prohibits states from re- requiring that a ballot be notarized or witnessed. The most recent proving instance of mass voter fraud was when a Republican operative cast fraudulent votes for candidates who paid him by collecting unsealed mail ballots from voters, then filling them out for the preferred person. H.R. 1 would make it much likelier that unscrupulous unscrupulous, uh, operatives of both parties could try this scheme to tip the scales in their favor. Democrats claims... <clears throat> that there have been no large-scale cases of voter fraud to date are besides the point. Incentives matter, and H.R. 1 creates massive incentives for people to cheat, says Henry Olson. Let's read from the left here. The left supports the bill, arguing that the bill would strengthen democracy by making it easier for people to vote. So we talk about Socrates again. Socrates, uh, what, would you th- what do you think if... Uh, you fell on a, an island with the uh, 16-year-olds. Uh, all dudes, by the way, you're dudes, so don't get any ideas here, right? You <laughs> fell on an island with six young 16-year-olds, and you're not getting it, right? You, you, don't, you don't find them attractive whatsoever. And they decided, hey, we got to do some democracy. And you're obviously the oldest and smartest, but they choose somebody else. They could choose somebody else. They, don't, they may not go with the person that's smartest. They may say, this old guy here doesn't know shit. You cross one of them and they all turn on mm-hmm. you, right? You're not one of them. Uh, yeah, you're the smartest one. And so that's kind of what they want. They want to make it easier for people to vote. They want to make it easier for stupid people to vote. Stupid people. Stupid people that refuse to go IDs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, that, if that's bad to say, but like, listen, um, <clears throat> Fauci says we have a societal obligation to wear masks, mm-hmm. right? Don't we? We have a societal obligation to wear masks around other people. Yeah, I get you, right? That's what we should do with this virus. Don't we have a societal contract, a societal obligation to obtain an ID yeah. uh, so that you can be identified, um, come, ne- come near anything? It, it gives you a, 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 a public number so that the government identifies you, uh, whether or not you think they're going to spy on you. Fuck, that's all ridiculous uh, conspiracy theory. But I think the ma- vast majority of uh, people, I think 
not just the vast. I think 100% of people in America sh- uh, over the age of 18 should get an ID well, and, and have and, an ID. And I just want to say even with that, the, the thing with ID is I don't think people should have IDs. Why not? Because I don't think that that's the way God created the world. But... I'm all, but what I'm saying is loser. You are the one who instituted IDs, right? The government are the ones who said you need an ID so we can verify you and make sure you're this and you're that. Did God make us with clothes? <clears throat> no, no, he didn't. Hey, fucking, you're going against God. No, take off the clothes, you fucking hey, motherfucker. Hey, he's trying to make his fantasy come true. You see, you see what you <laughs> did. You see what he did there, Brandon. <laughs> he's trying to get me naked, bro. He's trying to get me buck naked, bro. He's working for Freddy. I know. God, for real, dude. Hey, man, God didn't give us IDs, man. So we got, you know, no one should have them. Well, God, didn't I agree. Fucking make your, your, well, your fucking well, knitted socks. Well, bitch. God clothed us and God gave us creative ideas. So, God but, hold gave on. us IDs. No, no. So, so what I'm give saying, us the idea no, for IDs. What I'm saying is, I'm not holding. That's where the word idea comes from. ID. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Idea. No, like ID. No, it yeah. doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Dude, just because you make it a the thing doesn't mean it's a thing. ID. Yeah. Yeah. It's idea. No. So, so what actually ID? You know what ID stands for? Identification. It, no, Imago Day. Imago Day. You know what Imago Day means? Imago Day. It, 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 it's mark la- of the beast. It's Latin for a mark of the beast. It's Latin for the the image of God. Really? So so that's what we bear is the Imago Day, right? Hey, what the fuck is put that shit on you, bro? You no, see, you I didn't. Did. Yeah, see. Imago Ima- Day. the Imago Day. A M A G O D E I. The Imago Day. That's Latin for the image of God. That that is what God created us. He created us in His image. That is Genesis, right there, bro. Come on, you're trying to you're trying to get me on something. You know you can't. Come on. That's what ID comes from, huh? ID, your image of God. So what Imago I'm saying. So what I'm saying here is, I'm only holding the government to their own standard. You guys came up with the ID and the ID number and making sure that we're accounted for. Therefore, I'm holding you to your standard. Do the same thing for voting. I'm not making up a new law. I'm not making up a new command. I'm letting you know, hey, this is what you said, government. Yeah, I don't I don't understand the whole, you know, oh, you don't need an ID kind of thing to vote. It's like, no, that just kind of makes sense. Yeah. Like you need that for like personally, I want to use my ID more often. For real, like, dude. You got to pay 60, 70 bucks every four years yeah. to renew it. Like, I want to use that motherfucker when I buy gas. Yes, like, bro. I want to drive that cost per use For down. real. Because I me... might get carded a handful of times a year. Yeah, I don't use my ID enough. Dude, they just changed them. Like, I got a new one, and, like, the design's all crazy. Really? Different. Yeah, it's it looks I don't really, know when was um... the last time I got mine, but, but, that, but that's true. You're bringing up a good point. Like, you're making us pay all this money for this shit that we don't even fucking use unless we get pulled over. Yeah. Or if we look old enough, to, if well, we don't I look old don't, enough yeah, to drink, I, I just side like who doesn't have an ID, uh-huh. even for the for the sake of voting, like even expired. As long as it's traced, I mean, because the 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 likeness, the photo yeah. isn't going to change. As long yeah. as you can verify that person standing in front of you is indeed that person. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I think that should be. And who doesn't have at least I an agree. expired ID? Like I agree. I don't understand the argument behind yep. that. It just doesn't make sense. You yep. can't even go into a bar without an ID yeah. nope. in downtown. Like, but you can go. You can, you go, can vote go and vote. What your tax rates are going to yep. be and who's going to lead with with just walking up. It just doesn't make any and sense. And your tax rate, something that you bitch about every day. 
Why they tell? Why is my paycheck low? Why is my this? Everything you bitch about all the time, you can affect that. Well, shit. think about think about oh, this. We got another caller. Go ahead and get them on. While I'll keep talking. Well, I can't do that because they just. Oh, right, go ahead. Yeah, like it just doesn't work out that way. Caller, you're on the air. Caller, caller, caller. Talking about IDs. What do you think? I don't hear you. Caller, are you there? Hey, Hello? I hear you. Hello. Oh, okay, caller, you're on the air. We're talking about IDs. Person on the phone, we're talking to you. All right, never mind. Hi. Um, Some people can't operate a phone. Oh, don't need to insult <laughs> them. That's not cool. Uh, I looked up etymology online, identify. Uh-huh. 1640s, regard as the same from French, identifier, identify, identify, identitite. Uh, see identity, sense of determine of the identity of recognizes, but doesn't say anything about uh, its first record in 1769, meaning make one with, associate with oneself, regard oneself as being the essence of, uh, is from 1780, sense of serve as means of identification as attested in 1886, uh-huh. identified. I think you made up that whole ID thing. Oh, I did. Imago D. Yeah, I made that up completely. Oh, you piece but, of no, shit. No, no, but what I was saying was the Imago Dei is an actual Latin phrase, which yeah, means sure the, Im- of, the image, image of God. God. Yeah. yeah, okay. That's all I was trying to get at. I, just, I was just trying to wrap you into... Is Imago that parrot from Aladdin that's played by uh, Godfried? No. I don't think it's Imago. Imago. It's thought, Iago, by the way. Iago, that's his name. All right, let's uh, let's read from the left here. All right, they said to support the bill and make it easier for people to vote, okay? Number one. Number one, it makes it easier for people to vote. That's number great. Number two, it makes everybody's vote count more equally, particularly by reducing gerrymandering. First of all, gerrymandering is illegal already. Reducing gerrymandering. So, therefore, you're saying there is gerrymandering out there. And instead of saying that's illegal, means it's unconstitutional for one. Mm-hmm. It needs to go and now you need to get rid of it. You're like, oh no, we're going to just say we're going to reduce it because it's out there, you know? Instead of fighting it, you say, no, it's out yeah. there. We're going to write something different about it because we obviously know it's still there, but mm-hmm. it's like, all right. Number three, it makes the ability of people without much money to affect elections much greater. It amplifies the power of small donations. So those three things would really change a lot. Hmm. The bill makes it much harder to conduct the weird voter purges that Republicans have engaged in for quite a while at this point, like the cross-check system where they try to solve a non-existent problem. Mm -hmm. The idea that people are registered to vote in multiple states. Republicans over the past 50 years have done everything in their power. (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, Everything in their power to create political structures that advantage them. They gutted campaign finance reform with, Citizens United. They gutted campaign finance reform with Citizens United. Wow. Okay. They gutted. That's a that's a strong word. Campaign finance reform. What they're basically saying is that corporations can spend endless amounts of mm-hmm. money on a candidate. Uh, not donate directly to them, but mm-hmm. to their campaign. Mm-hmm. They can buy all sorts of stuff for them, right? Mm-hmm. They destroyed Acorn, a community organizing group that registered millions of voters uh, a year. They took gerrymandering to the 
to a level of science in order to disenfranchise black voters. They overturned key portions of the Voting Rights Act. They introduced voter ID rules, shut down polling locations, and threw up all over. Uh, they threw up <laughs> all manner of obstacles uh, to make it harder for struggling people to vote. And that comes from Ryan Grimm, The Intercept. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Um, what do you guys think about this so far? Uh, are you for uh, access to easier voting? Do you are you just okay with? First of all, I think that anyone that doesn't have an ID doesn't already doesn't want to participate in society mm-hmm. by getting an ID because literally yeah. it takes an ID to do everything in yeah. society. So it tells me you don't want to be part of society. Mm-hmm. So why let them be part of society by voting? Mm-hmm. Now they'll say, well, it's a right. Well, we don't just because it's a right for us people in society doesn't mean it's a right for all people. It's not a birthright to vote. Well, and that's the discussion. What do you mean by a right? Like there's right. We have unalienable rights. We have things that we are allowed to do, right? Like life, like liberty, can li- and pursuit. You can literally vote like, like all day long. Like you make decisions. Yes. So you're voting, right? All yes. day long. You have the right to vote. That's, that's a human right to yes. vote. But is voting for people that will run your country, the, the, that you get to choose. Is that a right for Bro. people? You motherfucker, bro. That's what I'm talking about right there. Exactly what you said, exactly. dude. Exactly what you said is what I'm talking about is, yes, you have the right to vote because you exercise you exercise that right every single day in what you're doing, the decisions you make. But the right to vote over a republic or a democratic people is different. From you need Austin to understand Beerworks, what they're talking about, what they mean, what like what they're in, what their true conscience is, and that's the part that again, when well, it goes a lot wh- of ways, like what you were talking about earlier with cars and shit. Yes, like, like with cars, you have to test. You mm-hmm. have to take a test to drive a car. Why not make some sort of test for for voting, mm-hmm. um, understanding the consequences of voting? Like, uh, and it's not just like yes, no. Like you have to actually pass this well, test. Well, and and, and even with that, that's why what the media was what what the media was doing with Joe Biden. During the election and hiding things about Hunter Biden, hiding things from his past and hiding things, right? They just took down that that judge, that black judge, uh, that documentary that he released. Right, they took, they uh, took that down from Amazon. Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas, right? Why? Because what they're doing is they're trying to portray Joe Biden as someone who is not. And so what, what people are saying is, look... The media should be unbiased. If you're showing us all the ugliness of Donald Trump, great. Thank you. Let us know how much of a piece of shit he is. But do the same thing for Joe Biden. Stop being biased. And what they're doing is saying, oh, you have a favorite Joe Biden. Why? What is it about him that you're trying to thwart everything to make him look good? That's what was wrong in the election is that you did not give us a fair assessment of both candidates. You're absolutely right. We've said this on the show. Like we don't believe that there, I mean, we do sort of believe that there was, there was, there was meddling that was going on. Mm -hmm. And of course it was happening through uh, media and we've mm-hmm. talked about this and so we're not going to try to get the uh, kicked off of YouTube for, for spreading conspiracies, no. but obviously you saw it out there. You saw the reports with New York post getting fucking pulled off. They get suspended for Hunter Biden's laptop um, for it to just come out later saying, Oh yes, that is something that the our mm-hmm. FBI is investigating. Meanwhile, Ted Cruz's information gets leaked and it doesn't, there's no, you know, Ted, Ted Cruz should never got doxxed in a way where he, you, you cannot be, I hope somebody gets in trouble for that. Yeah, for you real. can't, 
Like if, listen, there are, there's been a famous person that's coming through my shop and uh, uh, got wanted to get a machine fixed or whatever, right? You don't see me going around spitting out their name like, oh, yeah. Taking pictures of the number. You know, there are people I go pick up their machines from their car and they got like freaking Biden stickers all over it. You know, I'm not going to like ruin their shit mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. just because I see that. But that's what, that's what, you know, that's what we're doing. It's okay on the left. I don't know if it's okay on the left. I don't think they're okay with it either, but there are a lot of some, uh, there's a lot of, lot of folks lot out of there. Folks. Let's keep reading on here. Uh, let's read this one from the left here. What Republicans are saying is that early voting, which many people find convenient, would help Democrats. Uh, I mean, it helps everybody. That's yeah. stupid to say yeah. that, that Republicans don't like early voting because it would help Democrats. That That's sort of oversimplifying yeah. what they're trying to say. They don't like early voting because there's one day for voting, and that's mm-hmm. what they think. They don't think that it's easier and like more people are going to vote um, early that are going to be Democrat. Like. Everybody votes early if yeah. they're Republican or Democrat or yeah. Libertarian, like the awesome people we are here. Limiting say, uh, states' ability to throw thousands of people off the voter rolls en masse would help Democrats. Restricting dark money would help Democrats. If we saw every presidential nominee's tax return, it would help Democrats. Wow. Getting the picture? Republicans are explicit, uh, uh, explicitly arguing that if the electoral system were not restrictive, exclusionary, and corrupt, then they would be put in an unfair disadvantage. Mm. What does that say about their party? Mm. HR1 doesn't give Democrats a thumb on the scale in redistricting. It would mandate that independent nonpartisan commissions do the job. Mm. Uh, but we hope that they're all Democrats that say that uh, that say that they're nonpartisan. Yeah. But Democrats cry that independence and nonpartisanship are unfair to them. They need gerrymandering or else they'll be deprived of this mm. uh, of the advantage that allows them to win even when more voters prefer their opponents. So viewed another way Republicans are right. Okay, we'll stop there. So how do you feel about this? We'll just this? stop there. So how do you feel another like, way the Republicans are right? How do you feel about this? Like, do you, do you like, uh, do I didn't you, finish. Let me finish here because okay. he obviously did, in a view the Republicans are right. The creation of an even playing field would indeed disadvantage them uh, relative to the status quo because they successfully created an uneven playing field in so many States. You're so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate how they try to, they, they like, this is their delusion of intent. They go, mm-hmm. but Republicans cry that independence and nonpartisanship are unfair to them. Republicans cry that independence and nonpartisanship are unfair to them. Show me the fucking, show me where they said that they're not, that they cry over independence. Mm-hmm. Uh, independents are unfair to them. That's ridiculous. What were you going to say? I said another way Republicans are right. Well, I'm just saying, how do you, how, like, how do you really feel about that? Like, do you think that, you know, cause, because I'm, you know, being, being libertarian, I don't look at either side as being, uh, good. I look at both sides being corrupt. You know what I mean? Right. And at the end of the day, like I said, the media and and those in the media, especially the mainstream media, should be letting us know, look at what these corrupt motherfuckers are doing. And by us being honest with you, you make your best decision. But But what we ended up seeing during the election was the media was covering for somebody. Why? What is it about them? 
obviously now, you know, with Project Veritas and so many other people, like we see things are being uncovered of, you know, they have uh, their their money over here. They're doing these kind of shady deals or they're, you know, this person owns this person, owns this person. And that's why they they have ties to this news media. So what we should be doing is just sticking to local. And we talk about this local governments. Let the local government and those are the biggest votes that we should be casting our vote for, because we know that local government really impacts the local community. Well, it directly affects. Us. Yeah, directly. You know, those yeah. are the ones that are, are there. They they matter most. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Proposition A that happened earlier about the fucking yeah. the train tax, man, mm-hmm. like they're going to build more things on the freeway. They're going to have more bike lanes. It's just, you know, maybe those things are good in the long run, mm-hmm. but people don't want them right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's really using all that stuff? Have you not driven down Cesar Chavez in front of the public library lately? Have you not driven? I was a- actually just there today. Yeah. Have you yeah. not? Have you not driven uh, at 183 anywhere at any underpass? What about off of Riverside, across the street from the McDonald's at Pleasant Valley? Yeah. That whole island there is just a giant thing. Now, I don't have a problem with homeless people living on the street. Yeah. I, you know, they, they got to live somewhere. They got to do know? what they got to do, man. The problem that everybody has, and this is what is what happens here, the problem that, that everybody like me has that would be called uh, insensitive towards homeless people. It's like, have you not seen the fucking mess yeah. that they leave? They are, they're, they're just fucking filthy out mm-hmm. there. They, th- they have, we, even as, as citizens, uh, somebody organized where we drop fucking, uh, where we have trash cans mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everywhere. And they, st- they still throw their trash everywhere. It's it's a dirty piece of shit. Yeah. It's, a, yeah, the, it's literally a shithole. To speak on this, the job that I've been on the last couple of days is uh, pretty much right downtown. I'm not going to name any names, but it's a um, it's a pitch and putt. Turn golf. your camera on. It's a pitch and putt golf place that's uh, in the middle of downtown Austin. Oh, I'm yeah. Say any names. Um, but uh, we're down but, there. They're doing a thing. Yeah, that one. Yeah, it's got um, uh, Peter Pan. It's Peter well, Pan. It, no, it's not that, but it's it's right there by it. Um, but uh, I had to clean up human shit yeah. off of yeah. uh, the work site because, you know, somebody who's temporarily experiencing homelessness decides to shit Bro, on, my, the, the, on my floor. The other day I was fucking, you know, I mean, the other day, like months ago now because, because of the whole fucking snow shit. But I was writing down fucking uh, by the frost tower and there's a like somebody just taking a shit in the middle of the sidewalk. Yeah. And it's like how you're saying, I'm not saying that's okay. Yeah. That right. I'm not saying that can't I don't, be okay. I don't think anyone thinks that's no, okay. That, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that screw the homeless, get, right. the, get them the fuck out of here. Of us, anybody that actually like uh, the save Austin now mm-hmm. people the take back Austin people. Now, sometimes they're, they're comments. Maybe there are a couple people mm-hmm. that are at, that hateful, but yeah. the majority of those people are not just like all. you and me. They, they, have compassion for the people. There's only so much we can do to help some people yeah. that don't want to help themselves. On the other hand, they're being very filthy. They're not doing anything to help themselves. Mm-hmm. What, what point, what, what alternative do we have? And, and how many of them were bust over here by other cities that did not want them in their cities? And then, you know what we're fucking left with? We're left to buying two hotels that house, uh, yeah, what? Exactly. Less than a hundred of them each. Yeah. And that's uh, our tax dollars paying for that shit. Three. But yeah, one something of them like that. isn't usable because it's not zoned for long-term mm-hmm. housing. It, it's so interesting 
that we paid over asking price for Way these over. hotels. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to house enough people. Like we could buy land, yeah. Like and and be able to, uh, uh, for the money we could we could buy land and they can have a campsite or something. You yeah, know, we a, could a, buy a safe, a... regulated area where they can have um, volunteers or even cops be able to patrol the area easily. Um, the problem is, is that they go to where the money is. Yeah. And people are giving them money all the time. I mm-hmm. see the same homeless people on the same fucking blocks. Yep. I mean, if I was a homeless person and I wasn't getting paid at a certain area, I'd move on to another area, mm-hmm. which tells me that if I keep seeing the same person over and over at the same place, they're probably making money. Yeah. They're probably incentivized. They've incentivized themselves to go like, oh yeah, this is the place where I make money. Mm-hmm. And they probably uh, shank or uh, shiv anybody. Yeah. That, that's why there's bum fights. That uh, gets in their territory. You yeah. A hundred percent. Uh, but and, and that's the thing, yes. like like you said, you know, I like I should they be able to vote? <sighs> they don't have an ID. They may have an ID. If they have an ID, they they look. If you if you have an ID, I want people to vote if they are educated enough and they care enough to vote. I think people cared enough to vote because they hated the because they they were taught to hate the man in charge. Yeah, and, but it's also are you contributing? to society with in paying taxes like it shouldn't just be do you care about the city or do then you know about it taxes i i, I would dude yes it like the thing is i'm only working with what is given to me like you've like america has given us a fucked up thing where money like you don't like as someone who is, who is a freelance videographer photographer I don't like charging people for things. It feels awkward as fuck. I wish I could do the things of it's like, hey, here's my trade. You give me some of what you do. And and that's how we work with one another. You know what I mean? But but those days are long gone. So I'm only working with what America has given me. And it's this stupid bullshit of you got to pay me this weak ass currency. Speaking of weak ass currency, man, fucking the U.S. dollar is weak compared to the Bitcoin. Now, let me tell you something about GameStop, you guys. Get in on fucking GameStop today. Right now, get your fucking Robinhood app. I got to get my Robinhood app, man. Uh, If you guys want a free stock, uh, I'll holler at you and I'll give you my code and we can fucking, we can both get free stock. But it'll be some, it'll be some cheap stock. Well, bottom line, it's going to be like a $5 stock. But you get to have five dollars. Fucking, they put it in a stock and just let it build. It's not going to do much. I they gave me wrap, uh, whatever wrap was, and it started off at five dollars. It's up twenty two cents. So you you know you make money. You don't do anything to it. But uh, whatever wrap is, it's some bullshit. It's uh, operates in, as a development stage security technology company. Blah blah blah. But what I'm telling you guys here, GameStop is is about to explode. I've been on these uh, Wall Street bet forums. I've been on Reddit forums. And there is a pattern accumulating here with this. We are getting, uh, I forget what they call it. I think they call it a flag pattern. But when you start seeing this flag pattern on the stocks, it's a, a sure sign that that fucker's about to fucking explode. Now, I am no financial advisor and I have not done my due diligence. <laughs> I can tell you I that much. I was just going to add that in at the end. It's like, this is not financial advice. Do not follow yep. this. This is just... Coming from from Los. My information <laughs> is not original information. It's literally what I've seen on here and through uh, likes and dislikes. I, I, I choose what I do. GameStop, I've put in... Uh, what have I put in? It doesn't show me. Oh, yeah. I've put in like 300 and something dollars in it. And it's up uh, 
It was going up and down for a lot of ups and downs, but I'm I'm twenty six dollars up. Now imagine if you had a ton of money. Now it's it, it's it's at a high right now. Um, the beginning of the week, it was sitting at one oh three. By the end of the week, it's sitting at one fucking one forty. Imagine I was telling all my brethren over here, get GameStop buy in at one hundred and four dollars. You should have gone in down there. I got in a couple shares. If you sat around all week long, you would have fucking won 32%. Ooh. 32% fucking, uh, 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 what do they call that? A raise or a rise of 30, uh, you just get 30, 32% more money. Now, it may go down a little bit, but uh, from what I understand, March 19th, everyone's on their fucking phone on their <laughs> on their investments app right now. Right, but on the 19th of March. Uh, See, it won't let March, me fucking log into to Robinhood, man. Why not? I don't know. You got to sign up, sign in. That's what I was trying check to do. Out. Uh, you know, do it on your own time. Let's see. Um, you do the pitch. But I recommend, uh, see, I don't know much about it. I just have this, I, there's this idea where there are the quarter, the first quarter, re, uh, first quarter results. No, no, no. Uh, whatever it is. Uh, earnings, quarterly earnings will come up on the 19th. And I think there has something to do with all, everybody that's been buying GameStop, on these Reddit things are not selling. They're saying, you paper-handed bitch if you sell. Fucking buy and sit on it and keep buying. Uh, I just bought, it went up and I bought some more shares because as it's going up, you put more money into it, it puts more value in the share and it's going to keep going up. Don't just buy a big amount and sit on it. Mm -hmm. That doesn't do shit. You got to buy and then wait for it to go up. When it starts going up, put money into it. Put money in. Don't put money into it when it's down. When it starts going up, that's when you, you think that's what you want to do. You want yeah. to wait, oh, yeah, it's, it's down a little bit more, and you put money. That's when you lose money. Mm-hmm. That's when you lose money. Yeah. You start losing. You put it, you started, you started at 100 bucks. It's starting to go down. It's at 90. You go, fuck, I'm going to buy some more while it's down at 90. You've already lost money. Yep. You only buy when you are in the fucking green. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what's going yeah. to happen. All right. We got to get out of here. I think we've talked enough for the day. There, uh, we're having fun. I hope you guys have a wonderful, uh, wonderful day. Uh, stay cool, stay hip. Let's let's uh, let's try to be cool to each other, man. Let's real, let's try man. because you know this whole this whole situation that we've been in lately, uh, especially with the masks and shit. Right? It, it's it's just so divisive. People are you're don't be so sure that people that don't want to wear a mask. Don't be so sure that they want to kill somebody, you know? Maybe they have a reason that they're they're sick of it. Doesn't mean that they want to go out there and start coughing on people. You know, one thing that you should know about the mask mandate is that that was what was lifted. Social distancing is still something we should all practice because in the CDC guidelines, they say social distancing beats wearing a mask. Okay? Yeah, uh, let them know, Lose. Let them know. I, I'm letting you know. And if you have a vaccine, if you've had the vaccine, you don't have to worry about wearing a mask anymore. Remember, the masks were not for you and me. It was so that I didn't spread virus to anybody mm-hmm. else. Okay. If you are effectively immune to it, guess what? The mask is not going to stop anyone from getting your non-virus. Go out there and celebrate. But the thing is, they don't want to give you that. They don't want to give you even a fucking inch. They won't say, no. go get the fucking uh, vaccine. You can start it. They won't even say, they, he, Fauci barely said, well, you can sort of hang out with uh, people that 
without a mask with people with uh, mm-hmm. other people with vaccine. You can, you know, a small group, small group. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even want to give you a little bit of rope. Mm-hmm. As soon as you give them power, it's going to be very hard for them to take it. It's going to be very, very hard for them to take it back. Yep. Yep. Big time. This, remember, we were going to do 15 days to slow the spread. 15 days, bro, that was a year ago. So when somebody like Abbott says, we're not going to do the mask mandate anymore, everybody's open, he means that Texas is going to be responsible and still be open and show the country that even though we're open, our cases are still lower Mm -hmm. than the shut down New York cocksuckers. Cuomo. Cuomo. Thank you. All right. Thank you guys for listening. This has been another episode of Emergency Exit Podcast. If you like our content, make sure you do all the stuff. You know the thing. You Uh, know the thing. Brandon the Hardhead Mitchell for exactly David Aguilar. I'm Lo Sane. Brock Toboggan. You know, that's right. I'm Brock Toboggan. If you like this show, be sure to subscribe to Emergency Exit Podcast wherever you get your pods. Come on over and find us on Facebook and YouTube, Emergency Exit Podcast. On Twitter, that's E-M-E-X pod. And our listener line is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 830-875-0637.